1: I hope that shows up on the line.
2: <laughs> uh, I hope it uh, does. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Wisco Fanatics on Friday night, Packer episode. Um, on this episode, we're going to be recapping the Packers versus Bears. Um, Rogers still owns Chicago. Nothing new there. And then previewing uh, maybe the last time Rogers versus Brady, uh, fifth time they'll meet as starters. So uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to one of my friends a friend of the show tyler wilkins uh his wife is going into labor now so i just want to say congrats fatherhood is really going to change you man you have no idea what you're in for um <laughs> but it's wonderful at the same time how was your how was your weekend guys i haven't talked to you guys in a while
3: i mean it was awesome we got to just meet you know tyler in person someone was too Cared about his family too much to come see us, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> no, I'm like fun. the opposite of Rogers. I care about my family too much. What an asshole. <laughs> yeah. No, it was Green Bay. was so much fun. It was pretty much a quick hit and run like we were in and out, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, great game. game was great awesome. atmosphere. Um, I love the fact that they chanted the Bears still suck. <laughs> Man, and then I Aaron like, Rodgers poo-pooed on like the stadium person, like trying to hush it or whatever. And then <laughs> dude, you, really? you guys probably so it was in commercial break, I think, but like they're like offense at work and Aaron Rodgers like the game is over. So we like hyped up the crowd again. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. No way. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty good <laughs> That's stuff.
2: Fun. That's good. That's good. Simon, do you enjoy your trip?
0: Yeah, it was uh it was good. <clears throat> Had a okay. fun time in Chicago and drove to Green Bay, picked up Brian along the way.
2: Did you guys? Uh, did you guys react how I, I think you would react when you saw how tall Tyler was in
0: person? I think you I, think like, oh, no, I he he was like, I wasn't
3: surprised.
0: I no. After you told me,
3: like, I, I mean, I've. Seen, I mean, I we're seen all, all over six good. foot, so yeah. it's not like our right it at six like, foot or higher. I'm, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, he's. I'm like, just like, like, damn, you're tall. tall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brian is Brian is so
1: trying to make himself feel good. I'm what? He's a half. Five eleven trying to make yourself feel good.
0: Yeah, you round up.
3: This hair adds a half inch. I'm six yeah. foot, baby. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, Tyler's know. wife never wants to be around us. Oh, either. yeah, that was and bad, And we may man. never be welcome in that restaurant ever again. <laughs> what did you do?
1: <laughs> we are just
0: being like, you know us, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know us. Just the way we talk to each other and stuff oh god and then Jesus. the way like how heaven. did it go
3: like we were being obnoxious and like it seemed like the waiter was rushing us a little bit and i think it was tyler's wife that was like she's gonna come back and be like y'all want some boxes and like three minutes later she came. that was me like yeah, oh, okay yeah. yeah tyler said it three minutes later she comes back she's like y'all want some boxes and we all just busted out laughing no and, way like, i tried to hold it in i was like oh my god <laughs> we, we were just having a good time. We weren't being crazy obnoxious. Nah, I mean, yeah. it, wasn't it was bad. your fir- it was your
2: first time meeting, so I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. She No, no,
3: I'm right. just joking. She was cool. I'm sure. She, yeah. <laughs> we were just obnoxious. So. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, Brian
1: made a joke. There's like a there's like a group of people at the door like Oh, like overweight people, and Brian's like, "Yeah, they're probably yeah. gonna need a big table." And I'm like, "Oh my god, you're such a dick!"
0: But that's not what he meant. That's not you know? what I meant. They had a big group. But but like when you look the over way them, it's that you, you saw their size, you would have thought that's what I was going for. I, like, okay. I did mean it like that. I meant they Damn. had like
3: six or seven people, and we were sitting at a bigger table. So I was like, but we yeah. should probably go. I didn't mean it because they're overweight, but. Mm-hmm. Got the thighs from the mother. It was, it was
0: <laughs> too funny, man.
2: All right, so you can go to any restaurant at any point during the day in Wisconsin. You will see a family exactly like that in every yeah. restaurant in Wisconsin. I'm not you even kidding.
1: Three cheeseburgers, six large <laughs> fries, and three diet cokes. <laughs>
3: What's up? What so up, JR? Jr. Oh, I got to meet Jr. Shout out to him. I uh, hey. him. We randomly had tickets like in the same section, so I was. Um, at the end of one twenty-eight, he was at the first roll of one thirty. So we were like, he was just, he was closer to the field. I didn't in. know you so saw him. Cool. Yeah, uh, cool. we were in safe section, so we ran out. I said, oh, "I cool, don't think." Cool.
1: Yeah, cool man. All right, well, we are going to recap the Packers Bears game that happened on Sunday night that Simon and Bryant were in attendance for, and then we are going to preview Sunday afternoon's game with the Buccaneers. So we are going to start with the Packers offense against the Bears defense from Sunday uh, from Sunday night. So I will let Bryant
3: talk first. Um, Bryant, what did you see that stood out to you from the Packers'
1: offense against the Bears' defense?
3: I mean, we just for um, first, obviously the foremost, the run game and Aaron Jones absolutely ate them alive. And AJ Dillon might have not looked like he had that good of a game, but there's a lot of times he was just being used in the short down and distance, and he was making those plays. But just the run game, the pony package that they're running. Um, yep. The the one first, I think it was the first touchdown of the game, which was awesome because I had like a front row view to that one. Is when AJ Dillon was out in front of Aaron Jones. Oh, actually, that might have been the Aaron Jones second pass uh, touchdown. The count as a pass, mm-hmm. but if you rewatch the play, that's they were in the pony package. Um, Aaron Jones uh, leaked out, and they came back, and Aaron Rodgers did that little quick pass to him, and Dillon was the lead blocker. That was a sick play. Like that's gonna be tough on that note.
0: Roquan Smith wanted none of AJ Dillon on that play either. No. Yeah. Oh he yeah. He like he shied
3: that. away for sure. He's and, like, oh no. <laughs> so, but just the running game was awesome, and actually. Aaron Rodgers, it was almost like he was still a little giddy from um, getting so much pressure the week prior. And I think he settled in a little bit. And I, I even though Elton Jenkins didn't play his best game, I kind of attribute that to him getting comfortable because there was a couple throws early on where he hit, like, I think he hit dubs low and he totally missed A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon on a throw. Luckily, I think there was a penalty on that play, so he got the first down anyway or something. But um, there was a couple missed throws early on, and then he really seemed to settle in. Because I don't think he there had was like much another like wide receiver
1: like, screen in the flat too that Rogers yeah. like had the ball at Dubs' shoulder I, pad. And I can't remember exactly around.
3: how many incompletions. I think he had like six total incompletions. But I think like four of them happened within the first couple of drives, and after that he settled in and was just. Yeah, he had six. Yep. Six yeah, and, and uh, he just like he. I don't know that he had an incompletion, or more than one or two in the second half. So. I'm gonna defend know, Rogers point. on
2: that pass to Dubs, though. Because um, if Rodgers would have threw that normal, Doug was going to get killed on that play. So yeah. I think that's, a, that's an awareness thing for Romeo to get, like, oh, okay, he's trying to protect me. I got to look immediately, you know?
3: Yeah. So I have noticed that in a couple times a rookie wide receiver is quick to turn around. But even if he's turned around, I don't know if he catches that because it was like his back of his knee. That would be a tough catch. He's got good hands. But, other, I mean, the offense looked really good. The offense line is still settling in. Um, we'll see what happens with David. But, um mm-hmm overall definitely an improvement obviously it's the bears it's definitely not the same defense we're going to be playing this week it's going to be a whole different game it was an I Lambeau, I know you could probably hear it on TV but that place was loud like especially on defense after the first drive when we went like all three and outs we'll get to that I'm sure but it was it mm-hmm. was rocking like it was super loud um so I'll just it was great um and oh uh, we averaged what i had written down was um, we had 5.8 yards per carry from running backs, um, and then, yeah. So, and we're averaging 5.9 yards per <clears> carry <throat> from running backs in the first two games. So, Pretty good. on the point
1: of Rodgers being efficient, he at one point had 14 consecutive completions that actually tied his career high. So, oh, nice. Um, Simon, what did you see from the Packers' offense against the Bears' defense?
0: Um. Besides well, those Suratov orders, well, yeah, that's you know <laughs> that, is a, <laughs> that is a true true statement. I yeah. Another thing, oh, go ahead.
3: No, right. sorry, you got something. I was going to say, uh, Aaron Jones. I heard this today. He's averaging nine point one or something like that yards per carry through the first two games, <laughs> and something like eight point eight yards a touch. It's insane. Oh, God. <laughs> we have I know football
2: in here saying that was not a real win. Oh, okay. All right. They don't ask
3: Kyle, they ask how many.
0: Oh, uh what's his name? I know who you're talking about.
2: DeAndre Moore. Yeah.
1: That guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't argue with him because he knows football. So
0: Yeah. I I, I don't.
1: So Yeah, we're just talking heads. (laughs) Yeah. That's us. Um Bryant, on your point about AJ Dillon, I just want to bring up too that you know, while his stats might not look that great, what the thing is with AJ Dillon is he fell forward every single time he carried the ball.
2: Yes, yep. sir. That's what good running backs do.
1: That's what strong running backs do. <clears throat> All right, Simon, you got your notes pulled up? Yep. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, yeah,
0: the offense, pretty, pretty strong outing. Um, obviously, uh, Brian just talked about it, but Aaron Jones is, he's a stud, man. And people seem to like forget about him sometimes. It almost seems and, like how good he can actually be. Um, the Packers are second in the NFL in big plays this year, uh, 20 or more yards. Um, they're tied for a second with, I think, like four or five teams. So pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, and then obviously a, run, a good, uh, strong run game is going to equal, you know, better play action. I, I feel like uh, if we get the run, and we'll talk about this too, if we can get the run game going a little bit versus Tampa Bay, I feel like we're going to be able to get some good play action passes some of the younger guys. Um, I feel like while we're on the topic of AJ Dillon, I I feel like sometimes when I'm watching him, even though he does fall forward and stuff, sometimes when he takes a carry, it almost seems like he just plows ahead to wherever he is. Instead of like being a little bit more patient on some blocks, I I feel like he just plows ahead. And that's, you know, can be a good thing on some short yardage situations and stuff where you just want to get as fast as you can and use your Mm -hmm. big body to, you know, plow ahead. But you know, on those first and second down runs where you might be at or behind the, you know, chains a little bit. Um, Another tidbit, I I believe there's completions to eight different receivers this game, which is, I mean, Rogers just spread the ball around a lot. Seven
3: pass catchers got three-plus targets.
0: Yeah, I remember that too. Uh, And then maybe just on – a, ne- a little bit more of a negative note. Dude, you got to clean up these mistakes. That botched handoff to AJ Dillon and then the uh, snapping of the early ball is uh, Watson. Um, yeah, Watson is coming across behind the line of scrimmage. Well,
1: Floor did say that Myers snapped that ball yep. one um, count early. So that's not on yep. Watson. That's on Myers. Yep. Right. Yeah. But just clean I up. I just want to throw mistakes. that out there because I saw a lot of people yeah. like, pointing out that thing. saying, oh, yeah, he had the drop and now he had this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we won't. So on, on to
3: Simon's list. point, we won't get away with that against the Bucks. So we can get away with that against the Bears. We will not get away with that against the Bucks. And that 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 was all. Yeah, Bucks' offense s- is
2: pretty fucking bad,
3: but their, def- uh, well, that their defense. That defense is nasty,
2: yeah. though. The, the defense is good, but their offense yeah. is equally as bad as their defense. So far. yeah, we'll that's talk about
3: right it mean. more. I got a little tidbit on what, like, yeah. I mean by that, but I just mean we, you know, we don't that, want to turn the ball. Against I was going to say
0: that as well. you can't have those mistakes against. You know, title-contending teams uh, like the Bucks, like they're going to capitalize off of that every time. You can't expect to play the Bears every week. And then last thing I got is we dominate. We dominated time of possession: thirty-seven minutes, fifteen seconds to twenty-two forty-five. Yeah, like that's just domination More right there. Free and
1: also do that for yep. and that's also yeah. true. Yeah.
0: So overall, uh, not a bad performance from the offense. Uh, just got to clean up those mistakes a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Jake, what did you see for the Packers' offense against the Bears' defense?
2: Uh, first of all, I want to give Simon some congratulations. That was a really, really great point you brought up about AJ Dillon. Um, honestly, uh, he could be a little bit more patient. He might get some really big gains if he was a little bit more patient, instead of just plowing into the line. Just make him
1: watch Le'Veon Bell highlights for the next seven days. Yeah, uh, that, almost... that might be
2: that might be a reason why they have Aaron Jones in short yardage situations so much because they appreciate his patience and he could find the little holes and you know find a way to gain those yards. Um, it's like
3: he seeks out contact almost.
2: Yeah, yeah. He looked like a – I know he doesn't want to be known as a fullback, but, he, you know, and Bryant brought up that play. Um, he looked really good as a blocker. Um, I wanted to talk about Roquan since you guys brought him up. Does he not look like he's lagging a little bit? Like he's just kind of like, eh, I'm out here. I'm getting paid. Uh, he didn't get that contract he wanted. He didn't get that trade request he wanted. So, and I don't that, know, that to he's me – Hey, Tyler, what's good, man? I just, sure. I gave you a shout-out, brother. <laughs>
3: Um, the true fan right here is sitting on Facebook while his wife's in labor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny story. Um, Real I want to talk about this thing on the important
1: yeah. stuff. Yeah.
2: On All the first downs we got. Uh, we got 26 total first downs. Uh, we got 10 from passing, 13 from rushing, and we got three from penalty. Um, compare that to the Bears. Uh, they only got 11 total first downs, two from passing. Um, they didn't throw the ball very much. So, obviously, he said, I'm bored, got to stay awake. <laughs> hey, real <laughs> quick, T-
3: Tyler, funny story real quick. I'm sorry to break off. But, go ahead, go ahead. So, go ahead. for the birth of my first son, we, uh, we were in Texas. And <laughs> the, the it was on a Sunday. And the Dallas and Vikings game was on the the, um, the TV. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of oh, going for the Vikings story. because I think I, I needed the Vikings or the Dallas to lose or something. And a lot of my family are Vikings fans. And I, the doctor came in, and he was a Cowboys fan. And I gave him crap about them losing, and I got like the worst <laughs> stare ever from my wife because she's like, "This person's <laughs> about to like deliver our baby, and you're giving talking trash to him about the freaking Cowboys." <laughs> like, lose like, shut up! What's
1: he gonna do? Drop your baby because you made uh, fun maybe. of the Cowboys? Like, really? Oh, I fumbled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Ezekiel Elliott in here delivering babies.
3: <laughs> it was just funny. It made me think of that,
2: Greg. I got I got a bone to pick with you, dude. Do you know how corny you are inviting all those 49ers fans to the group, bro? That's <laughs> yeah. corny as fuck, dude. Like straight What's wrong up.
1: With
0: Frosted Flakes, by the Stop. way. I love Frosted no, no, Frosted Flakes are dog, dude. I hate Frosted Flakes. What? I'm sure they Frosted hate flakes? you back. Dude, <laughs> like that. If
2: you drink it Good. with chocolate milk, mm, Ooh. beautiful. It's it's a beautiful bowl of cereal. No. The, the I
1: used, used to do that when I worked like at frito shit, Lay all the time. You get like the you can get like the dollar cups. Or you can do Frosted Flakes or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. If you do either one of those with chocolate milk, ooh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Niner
2: Empire are good people. people. Sorry, I set us off the rails now. (laughs) NFC North group, bro, they're in the West. That doesn't even make sense. You can't troll good enough by yourself, but that's neither here nor Uh, there.
0: his second team is the 49ers, so that's why. (laughs) You get
2: one. You get one, damn it.
3: All right. If you take a second, it's got to be in the AFC.
2: That's did jake sad. ever
3: finish did we even start jake
2: no i didn't even finish <laughs> i just wanted to give credit for the old line run blocking well because i think they did an amazing job not just for dylan but all you know i mean jones but also for dylan uh, but aaron jones um to your point about how people may forget about him sometimes i'm just gonna say they forget about him because Rogers spreads the ball out so much. So it's kind of like, oh, we're talking about this guy. Then we're talking about this guy. Then we're talking about this guy. We're talking about Tanya and Watson and, and you know, Dubs. And then we're talking – and then Dylan and then Aaron Jones. So it's like we got so many people. We're mm-hmm. hearing so many names. That's why maybe he gets forgotten about. Just my opinion. You know, Tyler, you're probably going well, to have a better opinion than me.
1: <laughs> there's so many discussions where everybody's worried about who's going to play wide receiver for the Packers. So there's there's always that discussion. And, and like, I've, I've been on the Aaron Jones train – um since like july saying that he could end up being a major factor in the passing game yeah so you know i'm gonna keep banging that drum but um you know i'm sure we're gonna talk plenty about aaron jones today but um packers had good balance on the first drive they got a third and long a couple times had that screen to dubs that went for 20 yards getting lazard and watkins out in front of dubs and then having yash nyman pull out block for him too that was a great play um Lazard got a little banged up. He came back in, and the first play that he came back in on, the Packers scored a touchdown. So, you know, that's kind of a coincidence. But while we're on the subject of Yash Nyman, I want to bring up the fact that he has actually been one of the best pass blockers. um, One of the best pass blockers, one of the best run blockers in football so far. So while there has been still so much negativity as far as David Bakhtiari is concerned, The Packers don't really have a need to rush him back because Yash Nyman is actually playing well. So that'll probably be something else. That's um, fair to come back up with that. So, um, so I'm going to go to, um, Aaron Jones looking so elusive in this game as well. That's something that hasn't really been mentioned yet is how elusive Aaron Jones looked, um, just bouncing off of tackles, um, slipping through tackles. Um, I want to bring up something that nobody said. Did anybody else notice how fired up Randall Cobb was during this game? No. I, didn't I, did. Honest, I think no. I... Just,
3: dude, I had like a close view of that catch he made on the sidelines that was disgusting throw and catch. Like... He after I think like
1: after both of the third down completions um that resulted in first down, like Cobb is like yelling and fired up. Like it's cool to see Randall Cobb show that emotion.
3: Yeah, Um, he's a bear killer. That's true. That's Randall Cobb
0: again. again. (laughs) That's (laughs) a classic. That'll always be
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is is easily the the video that we've had the most engagement on on our page ever. Mm-hmm. Um so never gets old. Uh, I already brought up Aaron Rodgers having his career high, tying his career high, 14 completions. Um so <laughs> uh Aaron Rodgers did say the Packers are only scratching the surface with what they can do with Aaron Jones on offense. Um Sammy Watkins said the deep ball that he got, the 55 yard play, was one of the best plays that he's had in the last two or three years. Um, like the other guys said, um got to clean up putting the ball on the ground. Um, keep spreading the offense. It's really cool to see what spreading the offense around looks like. Um, we're talking about, um, Brian did mention it seven guys with at least three targets. Sammy Watkins had four. Rogers is very efficient with that. Um, I would like to see the foot on the gas a little bit more in the second half when we're talking about the offense, but, um, ended up not really mattering.
0: Um, I do want to bring What happens
3: this. if we don't see the fumble and then the bot snap that put a play uh, so there. I feel
0: like those two plays just kind of hurt, hurt what so, this offense could have done to them.
1: So this is just Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, 237 yards. The Bears total had 228. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's switch over yeah. to the Bears offense. Yeah. Jake, I'll let you go first on this. Jake, what did you see from the Bears offense against the Packers defense?
2: Well, I didn't see anything of fucking Justin Fields after the first drive. Jesus Christ. There was mean? So- he
1: threw a really nice pass, two yards past the line of scrimmage.
2: Oh, they don't my trust him. I, I wasn't even going to bring that up yet. I, was gonna I don't think he
1: trusts him.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's actually a very good point, Tyler, because there was actually a picture shared by Oscar in uh, the huddle, and it shows a wide receiver cutting, and he has at least five yards on the corner. I don't know who was covering him. Any quarterback, and yes, there's a safety over the top, but there's a gap in there. You got you to gotta drop that in there. I'm sorry. If you're a franchise guy, you got to at least attempt that. But he, you know what he did? He probably pulled it down. And he probably tried to run because that's all he knows how to do. Fields he- is horrible. He is not a franchise quarterback. I've been trying to tell Bears fans this. Um, I tried to tell him last year. I was like, guys, he's not. he's not the guy. You, you i have seen nothing from him i've seen nothing from him this year so far on in terms of him progressing reading the defense uh you know even just taking checkdowns every once in a while he doesn't do none of that he's horrible he is fucking horrible all he is is a, an athletic guy that can throw a fire he can
1: run that's pretty much it he's going to end up basically being like a worse fire version of Vic converted to wide receiver and maybe has something there
2: yeah he's he's horrible um the bears did run the ball really well though um that's kind of the point of the Packers not being able to tackle. They've been really bad at tackling so far this year. Uh, Campbell has really been a letdown to start this year. He has three missed tackles.
1: It was like the fourth quarter, like the first drive in the fourth quarter. Everything in between was great. But like that first <sighs> drive wasn't great. And then that fourth quarter was off. Yeah, well, like the said, Packers. I think, I think everything in between was great. I mean, they're playing
3: what two deep, but they got to make the tackles. I think I read earlier on um, that one drive where they had the big run by David Montgomery and big run by uh, Herbert was there between the two plays they had like nine missed tackles in the two plays or two drives or two big chunk plays or whatever like. Yeah, it's just.
2: The Packers, they play a lighter box, um, if you've noticed. Uh, we really we really go light in the box. We play two down linemen, three down linemen, and we expect our safeties to be able to come down and make those plays, which they do most of the that's, time. That's Savage conservative
1: anymore. defense. That's what it is.
2: Yeah, uh, they do that a lot. And, you know, we rely on Campbell to just be the best tackler in the NFL, which he was last year, uh, but he has three missed so far this year. Preston Smith is tied with him for the, the team lead with missed tackles. So, really, the only problem with the Packers' defense – is a really big problem that Tyler talked about. You know, our first year doing this show was missed tackles, and that's something that they need to clean up. Other than the missed tackles, the Bears didn't do shit on offense. If we would have just wrapped them up and held them to minimal gains, we would have had a fantastic day. Um, but holding them to only 22 minutes of time of possession is fucking phenomenal. I will take that every single week. Also, Tyler, one for seven on, on third down.
1: That's a that's a good point too, Tyler. I think on the point of playing too deep on Justin Fields it was like that late in the game. Like I said, I think it's just a conservative defense, a conservative, you know, defensive scheme that at that point, they're just not, they're trying not to let the bears get a long touchdown like they did against the 49ers. So I think they're, you know, they're okay with getting those, you know, five, six, seven yard gains and make them choose six minutes a clock to get a field goal. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not necessarily that they're not game planning well enough it's just as the game goes on, it's it's more about protecting a lead instead of staying in attack mode, and that is what I'd like to see more of from the Packers. I don't know, Simon, if you agree with me, but uh, what are your thoughts on the Bears' offense against the Packers' defense? Uh,
0: yeah, Jake hit most of it. I think. Um, I think my favorite play of the game was Quay chasing down Justin Fields, yeah. stop to stop him on the before the goal line, to uh him to a fourth down uh, play. That was uh, almost that, a fumble. That would have been a touchdown yeah. too. It was just I was I thought he had it. I'll be honest with you. I was like, eh, no I know. Both kicked shit. the pylon.
1: So like that's why it even touched the pylon.
0: Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, his knee um, was
1: definitely down, so
0: holding to holding an offense to ten points and two hundred and twenty-eight yards is hard to come by in the NFL no matter who you play. Mm-hmm. So uh you know, I thought it was a pretty good job at defense. Man, Preston Smith looks good too. Like he looks good. Yeah, it's your guy. I mean, yeah, he's one of my guys too. But yeah, him him and Gary look frightening as pass They have.
1: are. I think I saw that they're
0: tied for the highest pressure rate. I have a stat for that. Okay. So. Well, this would be the time. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was gonna mention this later when I we were talking about when we're talking about the matchups, but the in the top seven defensive linemen and edge rushers in the NFL, the pass rush percentage resulting in pressures for Sean, Gary, Kenny Clark, and Preston Smith are in, yeah, in the top seven,
3: Ooh. top
0: seven Ooh. of the NFL. Wow. We'll
3: well, that's disgusting. What'd you say? I said, we'll need them this Sunday. Uh, that was, that's, like, yeah. that's why I wanted Kenny's to Yeah. That's disgusting. I got some stats for Kenny Clark later. Yeah, that's his, good his All right.
0: God, he's good. Uh, Other than that, uh, uh, the other thing I like too is setting the edge, so Justin Fields doesn't really get out of the pocket that much. He ran eight times for twenty yards this whole game. Hmm. Uh, I think he that's pretty solid. Eleven times for seventy yards, so <laughs>
2: yeah, hundred yards, <laughs> 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 but he's a franchise quarterback. You hear these fucking clowns?
3: He's, he's right. too busy so, running for his reelection as Chicago mayor. You focus on football, right?
1: <laughs> Guys, take it easy on on The game slowed down for him.
0: All right. All right. Wow. Uh yeah. And I think Jake mentioned it too, one third down the whole night. Conversion. One
3: third
2: one for seven, dude.
0: One that for is... seven. Wow. That's, that's I think, music.
1: Uh, that is music to yeah. my ears. Love it.
3: The fact that they <laughs> only had seven opportunities tells you how dominant we were too. Like that's true. Yeah. That means they like they didn't sustain any drives and 'Cause it's not like they were getting a bunch of huge chunk I mean that one drive the first drive and the last drive where we stopped them on the goal line, they got some chunk plays, and that was yeah. literally their entire offense the entire night. Yeah. yeah. So That's,
0: uh oh one more thing, sorry. I forgot about the Jair pick. How oh, I don't know so how good. he covered <laughs> that much ground. I was like, oh, dang, that looks good. <laughs> just come out of nowhere. It was Dude, a man was with some zone. It, from, oh, it was a man was, with some zone.
3: Yeah, I, was, I was watching it from like a back left angle, and all of a sudden I just see Jair streak across and pick it yeah. and sliding oh, a little, oh, my crazy. God, that was – He covered
0: so much ground. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, um, I love
2: this description of the play. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I want to know – do any of you have any strong feelings about having the ball on the one yard line or inside the one yard line and calling a play from
0: shotgun? I could not understand it. <laughs> I did not get it. I mean, didn't we do
3: it the week prior and it didn't work? Like, yeah, we need a banned shotgun
2: we from were, the fucking one. Like, what the hell? <laughs> no, play can't... we ran against the Vikings? Okay, why, why are you one?
3: running a quarterback, quarterback car
0: from the shotgun? I don't know. I don't. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they <laughs> I were going to hand it to Montgomery or something. Our QB uh, sneak a little, it. Yeah. Or an option play or something. Oh, he hey, did Montgomery was... have like, a
3: good game against us? No, oh, he man. didn't. So you may as well not give him the ball. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> run that whole field down. No. <laughs> why why <laughs> give it to the player that's absolutely
0: gashing their defense?
3: Oh, I just man. couldn't <laughs> believe Montgomery it. this Donald week. Barry. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. <laughs> like... uh,
1: he's going to walk off in the offseason. Oh, yeah. um, so I, the Packers the did at one point force four three and outs in a row um starting in the first quarter and going up until halftime um <clears throat> Bryant, did you want to say anything about the packers defense against the bears offense
3: they hit most of it i just want to t- comment on a couple things um I, I did see i had this written down but i've seen tyler mentioned it in the chat too um he threw for 70 yards 30 of those came on a trick play to start an early in the game a flea flicker so that means other than that one play he threw for 40 yards the entire night the secondary mostly the corners were lights out i will say The safety's got to tackle a little bit better. Uh, Darnell Savage has not had the greatest start to the year. We kind of need him to – we need a year one resurgence or something just to get him to that level. He's on a contract Um,
1: year too, so he's got to
3: step up. Hopefully he plays better. We'll need him. We need to make tackles against Lenny this week. Um, So I'll talk about that but like I said, the, the cornerbacks were light us out, and we needed to tackle better, but after that first, it was like after that first drive, the Packers defense was like, okay, I guess we should play, and then they just absolutely wiped the floor with them. It was it was awesome. It was so There's much fun to watch.
1: some really funny things that I happened to notice about this game. Uh, first one, Darnell Mooney, one reception for negative four yards. He's better Rasul than Douglas hard. diagnosed that play beautifully. <laughs> Hey, we have no wide receivers, but both our rookies have
3: more yards than uh, Mooney on the season.
1: (laughs) Well, they both have more yards than Cole Komet, too, who still has zero catches for zero yards.
2: That's pretty bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, Another thing, Justin Fields had more rush attempts than pass completions. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) 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 And Justin Fields finished with a forty-three point eight passer rating. Oof. Yeah. So,
0: but you know that. who the
2: fans that are talked the most about Aaron Rodgers' legacy? <clears throat> fucking Bears fans. And I'm like, you don't even know what a fucking dude, quarterback is. Why are you talking I, about our quarterback?
1: <laughs> if I see one more when Rodgers retires, like, dude, just turn your computer off for the rest of 2022. If that's all you got.
2: Man, oh man.
1: Um. It's- they're probably upset because they
3: maybe they, like the realistic ones realize that Jordan Love, even though he's sitting on the bench, he's at least as good as Justin Fields. Like it's oh, hardly as bad as that dude. Yep. Oh
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Tyler, the thing is, is that EQ has fifty-seven <laughs> yards on the season, and Sammy Watkins had fifty-five in one play.
3: <laughs> so you know, hey, the, Fields will have an okay game against the the big, bad Houston Texans and they'll all start pounding their chest again. Mm. Don't worry. And then they play There's the Giants. Two and one. That, Good. You so. guys have like one or two wins the rest Giants of the year. Giants are 2-0 this year. Yeah. Just that's
0: saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> really noted.
3: They beat the Tennessee Titans and the Panthers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Beating the, the Panthers Titans is cool, but Holy yeah, they, they're underachieving. The Titans like, are no. terrible. Uh, real quick, before there. we I do the three stars, I want to throw out there that the special teams was actually pretty good. Um, Mason Crosby was good. The kickoff coverage was pretty decent. Um, it was really? Donald is looking like a stud through two weeks. Amari um, did have one good punt return. He did bobble the other one, but um, he managed to get back on top of it. Yeah. Um, Crosby was two for two on field goals, three for three on extra points. O'Donnell averaged 61 yards per punt.
3: Um, did you hear what Basashia said about? O'Donnell this week?
1: Yeah, he pretty much does
3: what he wants. O'Donnell pretty much has like a
1: green light to punt however he wants.
3: And real quick on that Amari botch punt, I was watching, like, I noticed I was watching him when they punted, and he, when the ball was about at its peak um, and it was coming down, I watched him. He looked away from the ball and he looked at to see what coverage he had. And then he tried to get the look up at the ball again. He he should not do that. That's like one of those things you got to be able
1: to. That's why he had to, like, try to catch it on the run. He looked away from the the ball, and
3: that's why. And so that's, I think that's why he muffed it. So hopefully they see that on tape and it's like, bro, we get that. You're trying to make a return. First and foremost, you need to catch the ball. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Um, Tyler, we'll talk about the injury report just a second after we get through these three stars. Um, but then the last thing I want to say about the special teams is that Dolan Levitt is playing great. He looks great on special, special teams, teams coverage. Yep. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I really like him. I think he Dolan. had a penalty,
3: but the coverage, I mean, his, yeah, his coverage
1: yeah. has been great. Um, so Jake, I'll let you go first. Give me your, Three stars. I have a feeling we're going to have some overlap here, but that's yeah. okay. Just puts um, more if, emphasis on them.
2: If we don't all have the same three, then there's something wrong with us.
0: No, I think um, I have. I think I have one different. I might have one that's not. I probably really yeah.
2: All
3: right, okay, well, we're well, probably gonna I'll have call two. You three then. The <laughs> so we all have Aaron Jones. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. So
2: <laughs> I have Aaron Rodgers as my first one. Um, I see. I don't um, have him. I know he didn't have the greatest him. stats of all time, but you know, like we already said, he hit eight different receivers. He had a one thirty one rating. Um, that's just the average day for him against the Bears. And I think he did a really, really great job of uh audibling the run plays when he saw when he saw the the way they were lining up. Um I have Preston Smith as my second one. He had a phenomenal game. Uh man, seven Smith. seven total tackles, four solo, two sacks, two tackles for loss, and three QB hits. His seven total tackles led the team. And then Aaron Jones, the man of the hour, the sombrero. Um, he had 15 carries, 132 yards, a touchdown, 8.8 average every carry, uh, three receptions, 38 yards, and a touchdown. He also forced 13 missed tackles by himself. That is a bad fucking man.
0: 13? So many. 13 oh missed tackles God. by himself. Oh, my <laughs> like,
2: God. By himself.
1: That's just him, bro. Oh. Shit. He. I don't think he went down at first contact once the entire game.
3: He has the second most yards after contact, I think, in the NFL this season. Is what I, I think I read heard that? Uh, something like that, like five point one yards after contact or something crazy. He had eighty three yards after contact against Chicago. Oh,
4: <laughs>
3: So I don't. Real quick, I don't have Aaron Rodgers, but I will say there was a couple like vintage throws he made that were really fun to watch. The one where he <clears throat> was early in the game, I think it resulted in a field goal but the one he threw to Aaron Jones on a third down yeah. on the sideline oh, to yes. kind yeah. of scrambled yeah. like, out that was a really fun play and yeah nope. and then um <laughs> that throw to Randall Cobb on the sidelines was just awesome so on the run like, that's a, such wrong. an incredible hard throw why
1: don't you just give us your three stars then Brian yeah. <laughs>
3: all right Aaron, Aaron that was me butting my way in right uh, yeah. so obviously <laughs> Aaron Jones and impressing Smith my third one and this uh was Elton Jenkins and it's God not damn because... it, Brian <laughs> Hey, it's Tyler. For sure,
0: nobody else would have
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because he played phenomenal or you're anything never, like that.
0: It's just that. Uh, <laughs> you're never ever. going first again. Like, <laughs> ever in front of me. He
3: was right. second. went first. No, no, no.
0: In front of me. I, I feel <laughs> okay. like every single
3: time we have like the same. Uh, it sounds like Simon's right, he to me behind him, but I don't What's know. the same reason Anyways. I have, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> no i have aaron jones preston smith and no not the order i don't care about the order oh underrated Alan he just honored.
1: wants to know why he know. wants to know why you oh, have i elton want
3: to Edwards. know why you
0: have elton jenkins
3: just because he's he came off of he had, it hasn't even been 10 months since he tore his acl and he got out there and he, and you can just see his presence like brings comfort to um aaron Rodgers. like uh <laughs> it's just the fact that he's back on the field and a lot of people are like screaming like I don't want to say maybe this is going to, like, motivate Bakhtiari to get out there a little bit. But um, I feel like it, it's just a great, like, maybe a lot of the things they're talking about is, like, mental health and sports. And, like, so maybe Elton, like, will, or uh, Bach will see, hey, Elton got out there and he did it. Maybe I can get out there, too. I know every ACL tear is different, different position, everything. Also, Elton Jenkins, this is, he only played 30 snaps at right tackle before this game. Or something like that in his whole career. This was his first career start at right tackle, oh, and man, he got out there. He crazy. he gave up the one sack, but just the comfort level that he brings, and the fact that it meant that Hanson was no longer on the field. That's a win. <clears> he oh, had the I one at the end there. I get you at the end there. That
0: was exactly <laughs> my reason. I was like, <laughs> 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 that was why he's giving me three stars. Simon,
1: Jesus. Simon, I'll let you go first for the underrated performer when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm assuming your three stars were all named, mine all were, but I have a couple other things. But that that
0: was the reason, too, is because they allowed Newman to be on the – so I, ha-
3: right I was thinking of this fun. earlier, and I don't know that it would make sense, and I don't know if they would ever do it, but the fact that Josh Nyman's playing so well at left tackle, do you think there would be ever a chance that Bach moves to right tackle and Elton slides in and we just get rid of Newman and freaking Hansen on the field altogether? Because you, you want your five – LeFleur always talks about wanting his five best on the field. Yosh Naiman right now is in the top five, and he might I, still be, I, yeah, be there. Man,
0: I like well, Bakhtiari,
1: but I think he transitioned from that right quick. Or do you put Bakhtiari back at left tackle where he's where he's got his bread and butter, put Yash at right tackle, and then I think they
3: said Yash is pretty much locked in at right, left tackle, like he was not good at right tackle. Well, then something. he's
2: going to be a backup. That's just yeah, the way it going to so. be. That's,
3: yeah. But that's a good backup to have. That's a good track. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, especially
2: have two guys coming off ACLs, so.
3: Yeah, so I was just saying, I was just you know spitballing there, but I'm gonna answer Tyler real
2: quick. Um, Ford is number twenty, Tyler. He's the guy that's really, really, really fast and gets down. He's the first guy on the field on punts. If
3: not the big four, not the huge dude we drafted. He's he's number twenty, the one we signed from Jacksonville.
2: Actually, uh, talking about previous twenty, Kevin King was tweeting during the whole game. And he was like, Man, 20's fast. You know, he was yeah. mentioning Ford being
1: fast. Dude, what's
3: the... Mr. Hundred Million doing nowadays? Not making any money?
2: Uh
1: he said he's just gonna... focusing on his health for twenty twenty three. Gonna take oh. the year off
0: and get healthy. Okay. That's a pretty good move for him, I think.
3: That's a good thing to say because he hadn't had any offers. <laughs>
0: Hey, chill, chill.
1: <laughs> Simon, did you want to say anything else about your three stars? No, Brian. <laughs> okay, so I also had Aaron Rodgers <laughs> <Wow>. and Aaron <laughs> okay. Jones. I um, wanted to throw out a couple things. Um, Aaron Rodgers did have 131.8 – or 131.1 quarterback rating. He did have the opportunity for more, too, you know, given the couple of plays that kind of just, you know, just some bad throws. Um, The touchdown pass he threw to Lazard, too, like right over the hand of the defender, um, of the defensive lineman from Chicago. That was a nice play, too. Um, Preston Smith, it feels like both weeks so far he's been in the backfield, like constantly. Like it just feels like constantly Preston Smith is in the backfield. Um, I gave credit to Kirk Cousins on Sunday when we did our recap from the Vikings game that he gets rid of the ball quickly so he doesn't take sacks. But Preston Smith was like one step away from him constantly in that game. Um, And then Aaron Jones. So Aaron Jones ran the ball outside the tackles on 12 of his 15 carries. On those 12 carries, he had 116 yards. Oh, my gosh. Almost 10 yards a carry running outside the tackles for Aaron
0: Jones. (laughs) That's just insane.
3: That's That's nasty.
2: Not good if you're a Bears fan.
1: Hey, isn't
3: Roquan Smith supposed to be good at getting to the edge and stopping that?
2: Yeah, I heard a guy tell me he's the best middle linebacker in football. I heard,
0: I heard he's right there with T.J. Watt and Aaron Donald as far as defenders yeah, go. I've,
2: I've heard that as well. And you know what? This guy played small college football, so he yeah, fucking knows he football, definitely, He definitely knows what <laughs> He knows football. Uh,
1: Tyler Nixon is another good guy to bring in, Keyshawn Nixon, um, another guy for special teams. Um, I'm just going to go first on my underrated performer. My underrated performer is actually the special teams. Um Mason Crosby, Dolan Levitt, uh Pat O'Donnell, like the special teams outside of the one Amari Muffed punt, which is one that when he's gotta cover that much ground, he should just let bounce. Um, outside of that, the special teams was actually pretty good, I think. Um they obviously counter really well. Making all the field goals and, and actually playing decent in coverage. Like I I actually appreciated the special teams on Sunday night. So Simon, I hope you don't have the special teams unit as your underrated performer. That would be. I I, I, I would die. I
0: I was considering it at first because they haven't. What 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 will Brian think of? And then (laughs) I'm only going first from now. Uh, I was considering it. Also, I had a pre pre um, Jesus Christ preseason. What do you call it? prediction that pat o'donnell would be all pro i don't know if you guys remember that or not i remember that but i don't of course
2: brian
0: remembers
3: that
0: my uh underrated performer is rasul douglas i think good he up. made a few yeah. really good plays on defense two in uh, a row two in a row oh, i remember were, that, that was, yeah he yeah he had a tackle for a loss and yep. then like that right to yeah. Montgomery, where he just absolutely avoided the block to just make him sit down. It was really weird to watch him just like the defense or the offensive lineman or whatever just whiff on a block, and he just like <laughs> crawled underneath it. And he sat down. It was it was really funny to watch. Um, but yeah, he's moke EQ
3: on guy. that one play, I think.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah, so he's
3: like, so God, is good one of Brian,
1: who was your underrated performer?
3: So I mean he got the touchdown, but I, mine is Alan Lazar because he only had two catches, but the one was a touchdown and the other one was look at Jake's face. I think I took it from him. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh and the other one was a first down, but just yeah. once again like kind of within the same realm as Elton Jenkins, just being out there, it's, it's a little bit of a comfort for Aaron Rodgers. I think like he's like okay we're getting some of these people back and just uh, he probably took their best defender. It was hard for uh, me to tell, like, in person live, you know what I mean, what all the lineups are and all that. But uh, just, yeah, just the first down that he got. And then on a third down, I think it was, like, third and nine or something like that. And then yeah. uh, the touchdown. So it was nice to see. Sorry. Sorry. It's all
2: good. I had two people. Um, I had to decide between Gary because I think Gary's been pretty good. I, I know he's expectations a, were a really, really good. They were sky high for him, but I still think that he's he's had a very good start to the season. He's on but, pace for
3: 17 sacks. I'll take it. <laughs> hey,
2: I, that was my prediction. Um, I did pick Lazard um, for the two reasons that you said, but also his blocking in the run game yes. is just next yes. fucking level, dude. Yes. Um, Him being out there allows us to run the offense that we all thought was going to happen when we looked at this team in the preseason. We're like, no Devante. Okay, well, we're going to spread this bitch around. We're going to run it right down your throat. Alan Lazard allows that to happen. He's a great, he's very, very important piece in this offense, allowing us to run outside the tackles. Um, he's going to be very important this week. They got two great middle linebackers in Tampa, so yeah, Alan better Lazar, than Roquan. Christian, Both of them are better than Roquan, Bears fans. Both of them are better than Roquan.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Alan Lazard, Christian Watson. And um, Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins, and Mar- uh, Mercedes Lewis on the field for running plays is a problem for the defense. Yeah, so yes, yes. So you know, walk did it, you guys notice too
1: that when Dylan and Jones were in the backfield together, they both kind of ran that like that like wheel route kind of thing, yeah. um, and they did it interchangeably. That like that is something that Lafleur said in his press conferences. He brought it up specifically that everything this guy can do, this guy can also do. It's just that there's certain things that each of them do better. Um, So like Aaron Jones is obviously, he's the more elusive one. Back when we used to have Josh on, he always called him the human pinball machine. Um, (laughs) um, And then obviously A.J. Dillon is the stronger of the two. Um, So it's the thunder and lightning, but they're both capable of being in the situations, um, whether it's running or passing, and both capable of making plays in all of those situations. So it's it's really cool to start to see that dynamic. That was actually my one of my matchups that I was watching against the Bears' defense was just seeing how this this running back split was going to go, getting them more involved. So it was cool to see that actually come to
0: fruition. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, the touches from week one to week two, for like we talked about on the show last week, is get, getting both those guys involved, and it seemed like that was the game plan. Like first said mm-hmm. uh early in the week was getting both those guys to touch as they deserve on this offense
1: my simon says was 125 scribbage yards for each so that would have been 250 between them they had 237 so i was pretty close even yeah, though aaron jones had close. most of it
4: yeah.
1: all right well let's start we're going to flip over to the preview now and we're going to talk about the packers and the buccaneers game coming up so we'll go to bryant and let him talk about the injury report
3: just looking like a nursing home out here. Bad. Well, that'll happen when yeah. you have
1: all of the geriatric <laughs> players on your roster. Yeah.
3: So, we'll start with the Bacchiari because everyone loves to talk about that one. It's so weird because last week, before, it was like, he's day on, he's day off. And now this week, he doesn't practice Wednesday, but he practices Thursday and Friday. I was hoping to see if he was a full practice today. Like, Elton Jenkins was last, year, last week. I was like, oh, he's going. I don't – I still think he's at least a week away, and I think they're tinkering with what works best for him for practicing. But like you said earlier, everyone's going to lose their mind when they get the wake up on Sunday morning, and like not unexpected to play. I'll be spry- pleasantly surprised if he plays this week. But with mm-hmm. the way Josh Nyman is playing, exactly. I don't know, but maybe Bakhti really wants – part of me thinks that, like, this would be a, maybe a game he circled, like, I want to get back against these guys because, mm-hmm. like, this is the big game I missed twice, essentially. You know what I mean? So – or just the one time. I guess he only missed a playoff game against him. Yeah, but I guarantee like yeah. like, a lot of people like, hey, we win that game if Bakhtiari is playing, or we have a way better chance. So, so Bakhtiari. Yeah. Kenny Clark was a little scared, but he's, like, they didn't even lift listen to the totally status. Fine. So he, he'll be good to go. Randall Cobb. It's going to be interesting with Randall Cobb because he's not injured. He's been sick all week. He's a veteran type that he didn't – I mean, he can get on the field, and he can at least round a handful of plays with Aaron Rodgers as long as he isn't sick. Um, Mason Crosby, he's good. No status um elton jenkins no status so he's ready to roll uh al Lazard is going to play he didn't like everyone's worried he about have that a he, yeah. he doesn't have a designation either <clears throat> um mercedes lewis he'll play um sammy Watkins i don't i'm wondering if he pulled it in practice because i didn't see anything during the game did you guys see anything on tv during the game because i i no. didn't see anything no so, i don't think so this is kind of the script with him unfortunately no yeah. His is hammies. So hopefully it's just a one week thing. They're like, okay, let's hold y'all and get you back. But hopefully that's the case because he had kind of started, I mean, he's a leaving leading receiver right now or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be nice to get him back on the field. Christian Watson. Now there's some weird stuff happening. Cause I could have swore I seen, and Simon, we were talking about this before. I could have swore I seen that he practiced today, but they don't have a designation on him. Now, if he didn't practice today with the fact that he's a rookie, I don't think he plays cause he doesn't, like practice is far more important to him. I'm hoping that he plays and like a wake up, but I'm not very optimistic about him playing. Um We'll see. But if he did practice on the day and they're just kind of like, well, he didn't do this part. So we put him as do not practice. And they're just, you know, a little bit of gamesmanship. That'd be, that'd be fine. If he doesn't play, we're going to need, I have a feeling we'll see Jabal and Wilfrey called up either way. And then dubs, this might be, you know, a chance for dubs to get some more snaps. Just real quick uh, now, on that.
1: Real quick yeah, on that, just because Tyler is asking about it as a precautionary thing, which I think is possible. There were some conflicting reports. Yes, he is last I saw listed as questionable. Um, just because you brought up Romeo Dobbs, I wanted to touch on that because I have it written down. So with Watkins out, Watson questionable, Lazard's going to play. Uh, Matt LaFleur did talk about it at his press yeah. conference that they are anticipating an expanded role for Romeo Dobbs. So I wanted yeah. to make sure. I. I he said sure he's I ready for it. So Yes. So I wanted to make sure I put that yeah. in there while you are talking. When I heard
3: that. him say that during his press conference, I was like, oh, I have a feeling at least one of these dudes is going to miss. And it sounds like there might be two of them. Because I'll be surprised if, like I said, Watson doesn't have the, he doesn't have the, um, you know, experience yet to go out there mm-hmm. without practice. And maybe, maybe they right. have a, a package for him and they're, they're conservative with him. He doesn't play a full package of plays, so. yeah. um, Especially with, you know, thinking about hamstrings going into an area um, I don't want to take Jake's thunder, but it's going to be hot, so dehydration will be a problem. So they got to be careful, and that yeah. becomes an issue with hammies. Um, so now Tampa Bay's is actually somewhat long, our, it's longer than ours. Brady's finger, I guess, is hurt. Whatever. Good for him. I'm not even um, going to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Levante, you know, Levante David just got rest today. Uh, Carson Davis, he'll play. Um, Leonard Fournette, questionable, but he'll play. Um, yeah. Yep. They're, Russell Gage now is an interesting one because he was limited, limited, and then he didn't participate today. Maybe they're like, hey, we have no wide receivers, so that. we just need to rest him so he doesn't do anything, but he does have a questionable status. Huh. Um, Chris Godwin is out. Obviously, Mike Evans is out. Uh, Hainsley is going to play.
2: Um, Akeem Can is out. Kevin, Kevin, Kenny Clark, too. <laughs>
3: yeah. Hakeem, Hakeem, uh, Hakeem Hicks is out. Julio Jones yep. is questionable. He's going to be a game time decision.
1: Shocker.
3: Yeah. So, and then they're, they're ta- uh, Cade Otten, their tight end. He has some, I don't know. He's a rookie.
1: Pers- he's, yeah, a he's got some
3: personal stuff going on. He's, he's doubtful. Brashad Perriman also questionable, but I think he'll play. And then um, their tackle, Donovan, Devon Donovan Smith, I think they thought he was going to play and uh, he was limited yesterday and then he did not participate again today. So he is doubtful as well. So they're definitely banged up. If Julio Jones doesn't go, um, I Cole mean, Beasley. Yeah. Tim, Tim said in the comments, <laughs> Dude, um, Todd I'm not ready for- talked about Cole Beasley.
1: He's not a guarantee that he plays either. Um, yeah. Because Todd Bowles, the only thing that he said about Cole Beasley is that he could maybe be ready to go. Yeah. That, that and, doesn't. And I'm so him.
3: ready for him to have like two catches for 14 yards against the center and be like, see, we should have signed him. Like, shut up. It's like, we should yeah. assign Julio He has 17 right? yeah, slot yeah, exactly. receivers. Like, Julio, okay? Cole Julio, Beasley right. is not moving the needle for us. But right. so now we'll have to keep an eye on Russell Gage and Julio Jones. I, I'm sure. Maybe Rashad German, but he's probably going to. Yeah. Play. And I think Rashad will play it. I would be surprised. I think they probably, maybe they held out Gage just to like. We can't, we can't risk another injury, but <laughs> and Julio is limited today. So I have a feeling Julio, Julio a goal, but uh, we'll see if he's limited or if he's, you know, see how around. long he actually stays on the field. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Jake. So I'll it's, give you a, the first it's a long list.
1: Yeah. Jake, I'll give you the first opportunity to talk about the Packers defense offense versus the Buccaneers defense.
2: It's going to be a tall order. That defense is fucking balling right now, man. Um, I went through, and I I, I do this every year. Uh, This is almost my favorite part of the show. I go through the rankings in the NFL and how we stack up against everybody else. Uh, We are 11th overall in total yards, 20th in passing, 6th in rushing, and 23rd in points. I mean, obviously we didn't have a
1: 9th in total yards as well.
2: Yeah. Um, Defense. Their defense is crazy. They are 5th in total yards. They are 8th in pass yards. Ninth in rush or rush yards and first in points. They give they give up six point five points per game.
1: They're first in sacks too.
2: Yeah, they, they get those Wait, linebackers. Brady
3: has in a the top middle, ten defense? Shocking.
2: Brady has the best defense in my opinion so far this <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, maybe like, the decent. Bills. Just maybe same. the Bills.
3: But Ravens have been underwhelming.
1: That's for um, sure.
2: The the Buccaneers defense is is every it's game. gross. It's um,
1: legit. It
3: is disgusting.
2: The way to attack them is not the way that we attack the Bears. Uh, we are not going to be able to run outside the tackles, uh, go sideline to sideline. Those linebackers will chase us down if we do not get a hat on them. Even if we do, they're very good at getting off those blocks and making a tackle anyways. The way that we are going to have to beat them is run straight at them. Um, yep. It's just like in basketball. Um, Tyler will know this. We played a lot of basketball together. The way to negate a, a good shot blocker is to go right here into his chest. Because then you take away all the airspace. So Giannis, when he doesn't block shots, they go into his chest and they take they take that away. You give him the hit, he can't swat you from behind. You allow Giannis to get space and time you when you're going off for of your layup. That motherfucker's going in the fifth row. I promise you that. So the or way off to the backboard. A good linebacker, yeah, or off the backboard. It's to go right at him. Uh, we're gonna have to go a little bit more uh, between the tackles, but we all know, know Matt Lafleur. He's gonna run some tosses and it's gonna look like shit. I'm just predicting that already right now. He um,
1: gave the disclaimer in his press conference too. He's like, you know, those one, two, three yard runs, you know, they might not look great on the on the stat sheet, but they are important to set things it up. It worked. We'll yeah, take my first note week. is
3: literally this is going to be ugly game.
1: <laughs> this, dude,
2: this is going to be a fucking grind, man. This is going to be a grind. Uh, I don't care what receivers Brady doesn't have. He does a lot of dump-offs, so he'll figure it out. Um, I am predicting a low-scoring game. We're going to get to score predictions later, head and heart. We're doing two score predictions now, so everybody knows. <laughs> Um, but that defense is a tall task. Um, Rodgers is not gonna be able to just sling it.
1: That's all all right, uh, Bryant, what are you looking for from the Packers offense versus the Buccaneers defense?
3: Yeah, Jake hit the nail on the head. We it's gonna be the dink and dunk kind of game, and we have to. No matter how ugly it is, I said I wrote down. We just we must stick with the run. We have yes. absolutely, for one, for it serves a couple purposes, right? It's going to be hot as hell down there. It keeps their defense on the field, hopefully, and it keeps ours off the field. We need to try to break even on time of possession. Um, and we absolutely need to protect the ball, like we were talking about earlier. This isn't a game where we want to, uh, I'll talk about it during the Tampa Bay's offense part, but this isn't a game where we want to give their uh, offense short field because we're making letting their defense force turnovers and Aaron Rodgers has struggled in Florida. He's like three and five in his career in Florida with 11 touchdowns and 11 interceptions in eight games. So um he's thrown like something like six career pick sixes. And I think two of the last three or something have been a Raymond James stadium. So uh, he struggled there. So uh take the, I don't want to say take the ball out of your best player's hand, but let this is where we got to make them stop Aaron Jones. And, um, AJ Dillon, because actually that defense, that how vaunted they are, they have allowed 4.5 yards for carry this season so far. So we need to we need to run the ball. Mm-hmm. So um, if we let them stop the ball, the run with a light box, we're in trouble. If if we're letting them, we need That's to. That's what happened in the 38 to 10 yeah, game. Exactly. So we need to. I know they're linebackers are great but we need that's where we're going to need lazard and mercedes lewis to get a hat on a hat and make some, some blocks robert tonyan in there too. yeah we got to break a couple runs if we can break a couple runs earlier in the game or at least like i would love for us to start with the ball and have one of those like 12 play drives even if it ends in a field goal where we just run the ball run the ball run the ball that'd be huge for us so Two, like really seven it's just the clock. Uh, yeah we need to avoid third mm-hmm. and long quite simple. Yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm so looking for. So on your
1: point about the Buccaneers allowing four and a half yards per carry, they allowed five and failed five yards per carry last week. Uh, Mark Ingram had 10 carries for 58 yards. Like Mark Ingram's not wowing anybody with his athleticism. He's pretty much a north-south runner. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much kind of sets the blueprint for how the Packers need to start this game. Um, New Orleans actually outgained Tampa Bay in yards last week. Uh, just basically came down to Tampa Bay getting six sacks, forcing three interceptions, and two fumbles. That is way too many mistakes to be making and then to still only lose the game 20-10. to
4: Um,
1: Basically, all of those um, um, turnovers set up um, Tampa Bay points. So uh, that being said, like I said, New Orleans did outgain Tampa Bay in yards, so there there are yards to be put up. I mean, it's it's just going to come down to balance for me, um, because you know it's not just you know try to win this game by only having Rodgers throw the ball 15 times, Justin field style, but it's going to need to be that balance, um, getting the run game going and then just setting up some of that misdirection like that um, that screen to Dobbs last week where he had Watkins and Lazard and then they got Nyman out in front of him. If the Packers can get some plays like that set up and make it so that they're playing outside the hash marks and kind of negate those linebackers, that's something that could really benefit the Packers. Um, Simon, what are you looking for from the Packers offense against the Buccaneers defense? Uh,
0: You guys hit a lot of it already. I guess uh, if we're doing like a thing or just the key to this game is the offensive line has to win. Their their pass rush is nasty, like you alluded to earlier. Um, they have ten sacks on the season in two games. Uh, Vita Vea, Devin White, and Shaq Berry are a handful. If we want to win this game, we we gotta stop those guys uh, from getting to Rodgers, uh, give them a clean pocket to throw to. And like Jake said, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be probably a dink and dunk game. Um, but if if we truly want to win this game, I feel like Rodgers has to hit. I, and this is all predicated on Christian Watson playing, but I feel like he can get behind their defense if you all give right. Rodgers enough time. And Christian Watson, I know I'm asking a lot here, but Christian Watson can say, catching a deep ball. <laughs> I, I feel like... Um, I feel, I feel like we can win this game. Going I, he's no. going to
2: play. He's from Tampa.
0: His nickname's literally yeah, the he, Tampa. He said tornado. he was looking forward to the game. So you said he's playing. That he, he probably won't play. I
3: think he's going to play. Uh, gonna, maybe I didn't see that that he was looking forward to for the game. So I hope so. Yeah, I, I think, really uh,
0: hope so. We I think need came out with that. Uh, uh, I do. Understand. I do
1: agree with you that the uh, the Buccaneers' defense can be gotten behind. Chris Olave did have a fifty one yard reception that he made and then fumbled. Um. Yep. So there is opportunity to get behind that defense. So I there agree. was a couple
3: times Olave was behind him and Winston missed them too. I think if I remember he right, threw
1: him like two or three times. Yeah, by like um, eight steps,
0: because that's what you know, James Winston does. And I know uh, this might be like kind of a skewed stat, but they're only giving up eighty-five rushing yards a game. Um, it might be just because game Dallas, script, and, like, yeah, the game script was it for the most part, but we gotta be able to run the ball too even if it's just three or four yards per, per, per game. Um, yeah. Like, like you said, no linebackers game. are gross. Their linebacker core is just so nasty. Yeah. So
1: that said, Simon, give me the the matchup you're watching from the Packers offense against the Buc- Buccaneers defense.
0: Uh, I'm watching uh, Shaq Barry versus Ellen Jenkins. I think Shaq mm-hmm. Barry is an absolute disruptor in the game. Uh, I think he, he's a really special player. And if Elton Jenkins can hopefully that first game back last week built his confidence a little bit more and he sells down shake more. Um yeah, shake off the rust. I think that was a really good game for him to come into. Um so I'm that's that's a matchup I'm watching.
3: Brian, what matchup are you watching? I'm watching Josh Myers and Runyon slash Newman versus Vita Vea, because that dude mm. is a hand. That's coach. a good one too. So if we're really going to need some combo blocks on him to be able to run the ball, so we're going to have to – that's where we might see, you know, A.J. Dillon leading a little bit or Mercedes Lewis pulling leading a little bit. We're, we're throwing a combo block on Vita Vea and then hoping – or getting someone to block the linebacker and hopefully creating some room. So we do, first and foremost, we need – kind of like we'll talk about later with Kenny Clark, the quickest way to the quarterback is right up the middle, and Vita Vea is that guy. Um, so if we can – we need to win against him.
1: Jake, what's the matchup you're watching?
2: I got uh, Big Bobby Tanyan versus the two linebackers. Um, I think his ability to control that middle of the field, the short-medium area, and also his ability to block for the runs up the middle, uh, maybe spring a big run from Aaron Jones, we don't know. But uh, I think Robert Tanyan, if he can get, you know, I'll say four catches, you know, kind of make them think about it a little bit, you know, not that they're just diving in at, at, the, at the pile, um, I think that could be a key.
1: That's good. Look at us all, all having different matchups we're watching. I'm watching Aaron Jones versus Devin White. So I mentioned that Aaron Jones had 83 yards after contact against Chicago. Devin White is Tampa Bay's leading tackler. If Aaron Jones can force some missed tackles on Devin White, and I know I'm asking for a lot, but we've seen Aaron Jones perform. Um, if Aaron Jones can force some mixed tackles by Devin White and get into their secondary, they're going to have to start cheating up, and that's when Aaron Rodgers can take that deep shot like Simon said. So that's that's what I'm looking for is Aaron Jones continuing his his yards after contact dominance.
3: So on your point about tight ends, um, Jake, I know they let up a, a, like four completions to the New Orleans tight end last week. And then Dalton Schultz had like six receptions for like 62 yards against him. So they a couple and I would say that Tanya is probably just as when healthy is just as good as Schultz. So uh, that's agree. a good that's a good one. I think he could uh, be a little bit of a underrated performer this week.
2: He needs a tutty, man. I need I need a Robert Tunyon tutty in my life. Yeah,
1: we do. <laughs> Jake, what are you looking for from the Packers' defense against the Buccaneers' offense?
2: Well, kind of like uh, Brian said before, I have Kenny Clark versus uh, the interior O-line of the Buccaneers. Um, I think if he could push the pocket – Obviously, we all respect the talent of Preston Smith, who's had a crazy start to this year, and Rashawn Gary, who's gonna get most of the attention on the edge on this, this defense. If Kenny Clark can do what he did last week against the <laughs> the Bears, <laughs> where he absolutely tossed a 300 pounds man, that's ridiculous. Dude, he didn't by even way. like
1: have like a handful of them, he just like
3: put his arm under he the got tube. him off balance. Just that's that's called that's belt. called
2: a hump move. Yeah, you know who made move. that famous? Reggie White, White. White baby, yeah. <laughs> He just did the Reggie White move to the Bears, and then he stared down Justin Fields like, "What a fucking G!" Like straight up. Um, oh, that's, that, awesome. that's getting me fired up. I'm sorry, man. I'm ready for the game now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Kenny Clark, dude, he's a bad man. If he can, if he can force Brady to have some happy feet, because Brady has the Kirk Cousins syndrome where uh, he doesn't want to get hit, so he'll just kind of throw it and fall to the ground like, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" I don't like, like these boys. I don't like them tackling me. You know. <laughs> um if Kenny Clark can get in the backfield quickly also he's going to be key on those runs up the middle with Leonard Fournette
1: Hmm, that's a good point um is there anything else you wanted to say about the Packers defense against the Buccaneers offense or about the matchup you're watching I'm assuming
2: me no
3: okay Bryant what are you looking for from the Packers defense against the Buccaneers offense stop the run if we can stop the run I think we have a decent chance to keep this game close and pull it out um If we can we cannot let Lenny Fournette run all over us because we've already talked about it. Er, Brett Brady's uh, wide receiver core is beat up. This is a game where I'm hoping like I get we play zone defense, but this is like let's load the damn box and let our man our our cornerbacks show what they're made of and make those. You know, Julio Jones is a great wide receiver, but he's still he's not as like he you know once was this is in 2016 Julio so exactly so I feel like you could match up I know we're not going to do it full of the game but I hope like if we're getting beat in the run we load up that box and be like okay make beat us with Julio Jones and Russell Gage and Cole Beasley yeah and Rashad Perriman like I like um Douglas Stokes and Jair against all those wide receivers so hopefully, you know, if we're struggling to run the box, we're not scared or slow to adjust like we were week one. we week one. It was like, hey, don't let Justin Jefferson beat us. This week it's like, don't let Lenny beat us. If we can get them in third and long and we can uh, rush the passer, like, you know, he, they still, even though they're beat up, they still have, I think he's Brady's only been sacked four times on the year. Um, he was only sacked once last week. Or three times, three times on the year. So, um, but Kenny Clark, if he can get up the middle, you know, Brady will get happy feet. Not too long ago, he threw us like three or four picks or whatever it was in that game. He he might throw them up, uh, so we'll see if we can. If I want to get him in some third and longs and make you know pin our ear back and press those corners and make them beat us. I want to address so to a that
1: comment real quick yeah. because he brought up that uh, I think we make Brady beat us. Yeah, uh, which is Fournette, crazy to say, but it is. It's true though. So four five, Leonard Fournette bro. carried the ball twenty-four times last week. Brady was only 18 of 34 last week. He had a lot of incompletions, and he, but he was only sacked once. So, oh, you know, you basically put the pressure on him, and that's.
3: I not want to bring this up too. Everyone, everyone loves Tom Brady and talks about how great he is, and oh, that he's winning because of great Tom Brady. He put the offense put up 10 points last week. They had the defense had a pick six, and then they had another interception in uh, New Orleans territory. The Bucks' offense came out and put up zero yards, and they kicked I'm, a field goal. I'm glad you brought that up because ten of the ten points came from their defense.
1: I'm I'm glad you brought that up because they scored seventeen of their twenty in the fourth quarter, and all seventeen of those came off of turnovers. Yep,
3: and if you um, we were watching, and I know I don't like to blame the refs or whatever, but there were the one that the touchdown sort of Brashad Perriman, There was two really like really ticky tacky penalties called against the Saints to continue that drive, so they kind of got lucky in that fact that those were called because even i believe i even announcers are like oof like i don't know about that uh but and then it was almost a i mean it was a good throw but if you go back and watch the play kind of almost like a prayer shot like i hope i i hit him. so uh, and new orleans has a really good defense so i feel like we can play at their level if we can Mm -hmm. hold them it's going to be a low scoring game we need to keep it low scoring if we let them run Mm -hmm. if we let them put a bunch of points we don't have a chance
1: simon what are you looking at from the buccaneers offense against packers defense
0: I don't know what else to say. <laughs> that was, uh, I got, a, I got a couple more things. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much um, mostly what I had uh, this this week's. I mean, I don't obviously none of us here sit there sit here and cheer for injuries or like we're happy to not see players on the field or whatever, right? But this week is all about opportunity, right? With the the amount of injuries that are piling up on on Tampa Bay's roster, like we shouldn't take they, that. They don't for ask, how, they ask how. many. ask how many. Yeah, exactly, and
3: kind of evens out with our injuries too. I agree, with yeah. Simon. If we can take advantage of this, because this could go very long way into deciding seeding in the, yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. So
0: we have to take advantage of the matchups that are given in front of us. That O line is beat the hell up. So if we, like Bryant said, if we can get catch them in a couple third and longs, and we can get our pass rushers to pin their ears back and or go after Tom Brady, it's True gonna so. be it's gonna be a long day for Tom Brady in theory. Um, and then just stopping Leonard for, for Um, but you know, Brady's still a pro. He's still gonna find ways to make stuff happen. A, he's he's just obviously a generational player, um, and then just the D the D line has to step up. Yeah.
3: Um That's I, need to all make I
0: pretty much have
3: we need to break in his career Ma- need Brady to make, Brady is actually... make Brady's day just as long as Aaron Rodgers day is gonna be.
0: Yeah,
1: Brady actually in his career has been susceptible to blitzing like straight up the middle.
0: So um, funny, funny stat on that. The Packers haven't blitzed once this year.
2: What? No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw it earlier, and
0: I was like, "No way." Yep. they like, out it. Haven't blitzed <laughs> once this year.
2: Isn't that That's insane? A, yeah. They're it's they're insane. they're holding it back for a reason. That's what I really uh, think. Uh, all of their pass rush has been
1: generated from the defensive line and the outside linebackers.
2: That's crazy. Well, they did talk about how they they like their 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 defensive line, and you know they mm-hmm. think highly of Rashawn Gary. Wow, that's that's. I don't know if
3: we'll famous. see it this week against Brady because it's savvy, but maybe we'll hold it that's back exactly for like our second game against Joe Justin, Huber Justin Huber Fields. Wrote. Justin Joe Fields worth and like, so Justin Fields that. only throws for like six yards against us next game or something like we just blitz him the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
1: on the Packers defense versus the Buccaneers offense. um We mentioned it during the injury report, but Mike Evans is suspended. Godwin is out. Julio is questionable. Um, There's no guarantee that Cole Beasley plays. He's been there for four days. Um, I already mentioned Tampa Bay scored 17 of their 20 in the fourth quarter. All came from um, points off turnovers. Through two games, Tampa Bay is 23rd in yards per game and 18th in points. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Their offense isn't really concerning honestly it's pretty much Brady and whatever he's got around him to try to put something together um New Orleans was holding them to three points for most of that game um and it really got out of hand when New Orleans started turning the ball over that said Packers defense this might actually surprise some people Packers are actually 10th in yards per
4: game
1: 7th in points per game and 4th in pass yards allowed Mm -hmm. Um, and then the Packers defense is currently holding from Minnesota and Chicago 25% completions on third down conversions. I should say conversions on third down. So the Packers have actually been pretty good on third downs. um, Just like we've talked about getting off the field um, and not having to play tired. Um, This could be a game where the depth on the defensive line starts to show through um, with the Slaytons and potentially Devontae Wyatt, maybe getting some playing time and just, like I said, just putting him in there on a few snaps a game and saying, hey, 175% effort on this play. Give me all the effort you got for like the rest of this quarter on this one play and go get the quarterback. So that's something that's potentially um, worth bringing up. So Jake said his matchup that he's watching is is Kenny Clark.
2: Yep, that's what I got. All right. I also have one more thing. Okay. We have to defend the dump off. Brady yeah. is literally – Drew Brees at six foot four now. That's that's exactly how he plays. Quay Walker's even. Yeah, it's it's time for us to Yeah, honestly, I might just take Quay Walker, put seven on seven, you know, since they're both number seven, and yep. then just let them just, just spy him basically. That's yeah. that's
1: maybe where Rasul Douglas could make a mark on this game, actually, too, based on how the way that he played against Chicago last week.
2: Please fucking tackle. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> because I started yelling at my TV last week and now my daughter is watching me, and she takes her little baby hand and yells at the TV when I yell. T-D-A-M. That is awesome. Yeah.
1: I love
3: that. <laughs> it's Train not good early. for me. <laughs> Train them early, um, Brian, What's the matchup you're watching? So funny enough, Jake said that um, I'm watching so Fournette versus Devonta Campbell and Quay Walker because I hmm. think the Bucks, like, if they beat us, because Tom Brady comes out and throws for 300 yards, to those wide receivers, whatever. Hats off to them. Don't oh, let great. Tom Brady beat. I mean, don't let Fournette beat us. Um, slow the run, down the run and make him, th- you know, get into long situations, and with that pass rush, make it happen, right? Um, so I'm also kind of so the, you know, Campbell and Walker on Fournette is a big one I'm watching. Make your tackles. You can add Darnell Savage into that. He's going to need to be, make a tackle. And then the other one I'm, I kind of want to see Gary versus Worse just to see if Gary can win against him once or twice. He can just because it's a good battle.
0: That'd be a very good battle.
1: Simon, what's the matchup you're
3: watching?
0: Uh yeah I got that's that was pretty much what I was gonna say Brian but that's
3: clear <laughs> which one the second one did I steal you with my second one Yeah I was I was gonna
0: say <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: get you on that <laughs> I, I won't say it's it next time I will throw him <laughs> out out. Okay, But yeah the uh, only one that is watching a, a secondary player I'm watching Brady versus Jair Alexander So it happened last week like I said New Orleans was holding Tampa Bay to three points for most of that game. Brady's out there throwing tablets and shit because he's so pissed that he can't get the offense moving. He's a competitor, and he goes, he goes and gets in Marshawn Lattimore's He's The blame Lattimore for Mike Evans' face. suspension, exactly. He goes and gets in Marshawn Lattimore's face. Marshawn Lattimore didn't go to Tom Brady. Brady went to Lattimore, and then Lattimore was obviously chirping back at him. And then Mike Evans comes out of nowhere and fucking John Cena's him, and he's people are like, "Oh, it's, it's a conspiracy for the Packers because yeah. John Runyon's dad is the one that upheld the suspension."
2: Even though Mike Evans has done this shit three times, dude, he like, comes no behind getting... every time. How does Marshawn Lattimore not understand yeah. that at this point?
3: Like, I my <laughs> thing is like, no one's blaming Brady for anything, and Brady's like, oh, I think it's ridiculous. It's like, bro, it's you getting all sad and pissy and pouty as to why Mike Evans is if suspended if now. Jair can do the same thing that Marshawn Lattimore was doing to Brady.
1: I, I really think the Packers did offense you see who is the going first to be more to say disciplined the New Orleans offense was and letting Tampa Bay get back into the game.
3: Did you see who the first person to say something to Lattimore was? Bruce, Bruce Arians. Williams? What the hell is he doing on the sidelines?
2: Yeah, I did see that, actually. So he
3: started chirping at Marshawn Lattimore, and then it happened with Brady, and that's when Evans came over. And now everyone's crying that Evans is suspended. Well, guess what? That's Brady. Great leadership because he he because yeah, he's he not going to fight Marshawn Lattimore. Yep. Exactly.
0: So who was it? In, was it Russell Douglas in preseason? I was just talking massive amounts of shit. Yeah. 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 I, can you imagine? The, <laughs> I, oh, I that? I, I don't know. I, d- does Jair talk a lot of shit? Oh, yeah.
2: Hell yeah, he does. I love yeah. Jair, bro. He's always talking. Bro, last week he made a play on the ball, and I saw him moving his head. I was like, oh, shit. Jair, getting me ready, baby.
0: Do you guys ever watch Jair's interviews? They're, yeah, fucking, yeah. they're fucking weird, bro. He's always got, so oh, got those Willy Wonka yeah, sunglasses so weird, on. Weird, I think of Willy Wonka every time he's wearing those fucking sunglasses.
2: I don't give
1: a shit. A weird those yet, are the best he's, players, right? The
3: best locked. players are like the ones that don't care what people think about yeah, him, he, he but they up. still do the right thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's like... Right. Like, he's like saying
1: that nobody in Chicago does any work yeah,
0: <laughs> that was bad. So he's I feel like it was slightly to... taken out of context too, I agree, but, but like dude, I, dude, I don't feel bad for word him. Word.
3: Look, at, that happens with our quarterback. He, he farts wrong, and everyone says something about it. So
0: whatever. <laughs> God, I'm I'm I, you know, in a I, just, I, after I hate video. shit like that. It, it's yeah. taken way out of context, and it's it, that's not what he was, you know, going after. Yeah, I think he was All trying right, to. Okay. Hey, never mind.
2: No, we I don't wanted Simon to, to finish his fields. point.
0: No, that's good.
2: <laughs> Are you sure? Okay. I was waiting for you to finish that. Okay. Here. So weather report. It is going to be hot. Um, 89 degrees, mostly sunny skies. Um, a stray of so- uh, showers or thunderstorms is possible. Uh, winds northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. It's going to be hot. Just run the damn ball. Keep Brady on the sidelines. And if I don't see Brady yelling the word fuck a million times, we got a bad day.
0: I want to see him throw a tablet.
1: I was just going to say over under on one and a half tablets shattered.
2: <laughs>
0: he won't throw he a tablet again.
1: He won't.
2: He won't throw a c- tablet again. But it's classic watching Brady go fuck, fuck, fuck. It's like dude, yeah, what the right. hell? But but you can't ask him if he if he kisses his mother. You have to ask if he kisses his son with that mouth. Oh, oh my!
3: god! <laughs> ask him if he kisses his wife with that like, mouth. No not <laughs> <laughs> I seen I seen I seen oh, a, a meme or something that said that. Right. It was like, you know for sure that Lattimore walked by Brady and said something like, oh, your hey, he wife ain't with you anymore because so she's though. over at my place or something. Damn. <laughs> he like, said oh, something bro. about
2: his wife. I guarantee that. Because I'm so, pretty sure I saw Brady mouth fuck you. Yeah. Did he say
3: that? Uh, oh, anyway. Something like that. I want to say I for the weather Brian. report, meteorologists suck. Me and Simon are going looking back and forth at the weather all week. And then finally, like when I gave my weather report, I was like, nope, no rain. Granted, the rain was really light, but it still rained during the it's game. It's going to rain. I told you. It's cool. They're like baseball players. They only have to succeed <laughs> like two, two 2.5 out of 10 times, and they're like uh, Hall of Fame worthy. That's <laughs> a meteorologist for you. I should All I right, the wrong Simon, I'll let you go first on the X factors. Give me your X factor for this game. Um,
0: yeah, it's just uh, I, I think this is going to come down to whether or not our receivers are going to get open. I know we talked a lot about their front seven, but their secondary is not sl- – they are no sloshes either, uh, Carlton Davis and Anton Winfield are a great one-two punch at uh, cornerback and safety. Uh, So if our receivers can get open, I think we can win this game. And Rodgers also has to trust them, Uh, regardless of if they drop a 75-yard bomb. targeted
1: Dobbs and Watson, a pretty fair amount. Uh, Yeah, I
3: mean, they're they're... all around
0: pretty
1: well the first two games. I agree. Uh, Bryant, who is your X-Factor?
3: My X-Factor is Kenny Clark. So we've already talked to him a little bit, but he's been on a tear to start the season, and the stats do not tell the whole story, and that's why I brought some different ones. He doesn't have any sacks, but I I have seen that like we're praising Preston Smith, I have seen that Kenny Clark is essentially like should get credit for those sacks because he forced them outside the pocket. So uh, although people are like, I know Preston's been there back like in the backfield and stuff, but they've I have seen like. A couple of people say, hey, he's played okay, but it's a lot to do with Kenny Clark forcing the quarterbacks outside, and they probably don't want to run the Gary side, so now they're forcing on the Preston Smith side. That's why but the Packers for, haven't blitzed in the first two weeks. So um, Kenny Clark is tied with Aaron Donald for second in the league with 10 total pressures, and he's also um, winning on 27.5% of his pass rush snaps. So if you think about that, what, you know, they probably, an average scoring drive is probably, you throw the ball six, seven times. That means that Kenny Clark is winning that pass rush rep two to three times, or one to two times per drive. So that's pretty awesome to think about. And he has the second um, highest pass um, rushing grade in the league, and just behind Aaron Donald with a 91.9% rushing grade. So to go along with that, um, the Bucks have a rookie at guard, Luke. Uh, Godkey, who has allowed five pressures on the season so far, and then their center has allowed three. So I expect this to be, this would be a perfect game for Kenny Clark to get his first sack. Guess what? Because as where Cousins is quick, was quick on that ball. I know Brady is, and Justin Fields can run a little bit. Tom Brady is a statue. If he comes up the middle like that, like he did where he threw that guy to the side, Tom Brady ain't backing up as fast as Justin Fields did. And Kenny Clark's going to be on top of him, and I'm here for it. So um, but yeah, he has ten total pressures on the season, second to Aaron Donald. So, Jake, who is your X factor? Great start.
2: I have uh, Devondre Campbell. Um, he's mm. going to have to tackle. He's going to have to cover the middle, and he's going to have to help us negate uh, Leonard Fournette. Plain and simple, he has he has to be the first team All Pro that we we gave the contract to. So,
1: for me, uh, I should have set like an over-under on a 1,000 a number of times that I'm going to say Aaron Jones' name. Uh, he's averaging <laughs> nine point. Actually, yeah, probably. He's averaging nine yards per carry through the first two weeks. Uh, the Buccaneers have shown some vulnerability in the run game, and Aaron Jones could and should be a factor in the passing game. Um, I saved one more stat about Aaron Jones. The first two weeks, he has only been stuffed once.
2: That's good stuff.
0: That's sick. That's (laughs) that's disgusting. I think, wow. (laughs) We're coming with some good stats today, guys. I'm proud of us. We're coming with some good stuff. All
2: right, Jake, give me your key to victory. Well, uh, not to beat a dead horse, but uh, like I said before, uh, defend the dump-offs and hold Leonard Fournette down. Uh, On top of that, we have to be able to run the ball, I think, the run game up the middle is going to be our, our M.O. I know Vita Vea is a very, very good player. Combo block him, like Brian said before, and let's just try to flow to that second level of that defense. If you get to the third level, they still have a very good player in the third level, Antoine Winfield Jr., who can lay the wood. Um, so I think just getting the run game going. Uh, I would like to see a collision between uh, Devin White and uh, A.J. Dillon. I think that would be fun because cool Devin White is just – He's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal young yeah, young linebacker, and, and AJ Dillon is is a very very good young running back. So I would like to see a collision between those two. But run the ball. Let Aaron control the pace of the game. Aaron is very good at that. Um, if he wants to run it, let him run it. I would. If I was a floor, I think they did this last week. I don't. I'm not sure, but I think they did. Call two plays and let Aaron fucking decide when he gets to the line which one he wants. I think he to, does that he do. every play. Actually, yeah.
3: like every play. Yeah. No, they can't. Uh, he came he out with that pass and rush. He came out and, like, said a weird clip that he said, no, it's, like, <sighs> he did discerning the Pat McAfee show I don't know if you guys watched that. It's hilarious if you don't. Um, but he said that it's, like, on 40 to 50% of the plays, he'll get two plays. And then wow. it's, like, he said there's, like, 40 to 50% chance he'll actually change it. And then he said he's successful on, like, 60% of those plays. And he's got to keep that number up so he can keep doing it. So uh, I know the broadcast did say that he, it's 100% of the time. But Aaron Rodgers came out and said, no, that's not true. Right. Maybe it is true. Maybe he's playing games and shit. But I hope I hope the ones that are like, hey, you're not changing this play are running plays. Because, you know, Aaron will be like, oh, I can, you know, they're a little heavy box. I don't care. I want us to run the ball. Like, yeah.
1: Um, Jake, on your point of A.J. Dillon versus Devin White, it just made me think of like a kid when he's got like two trucks and he's just going like this and just crashing them together. <laughs> man.
2: Like, It would be a great collision, man. It really
3: would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bryant, what is your key to victory? So my key to victory is if we can outrush the Buccaneers. I think if we can rush for more yards than the Buccaneers, that's going to allow us to close, uh, control the clock. And we should, like I said, should be. Now, if, if, if we're shutting down the rush and we let him throw all over us, which would be surprising to me in this game, then it goes out the window. But I think that if we can outrush Tampa Bay and control the clock, uh, I think we can pull off what would be the upset. And then the other one is just, win or at least tie the turnover battle and if we get a turnover try to capitalize so if we can if we can outrush them and then at least break even in the turnover battle i think we're unless it's like a pick six or something but um when the points off turnover that's a better way to say it at least tie with points off turnover simon what's your key to victory
0: Yeah, uh, like Brian just said, uh, just protect the ball. I think uh, now allowing uh, their offense to get uh, extra opportunities against our defense is going to be my key to victory.
1: So for me, I'm kind of going to touch on some stuff that Jake and Brian both said talking about the running game, but for me it's going to be time of possession. So New Orleans dominated the time of possession for the first three quarters of the New Orleans and Tampa Bay game last week, and then in the fourth quarter – uh, Jameis Winston threw interceptions on second down, second down, and the fifth play of their drive. So the second play, the second play, and the fifth play of their drives were all the the interceptions that Jameis Winston threw. Um, and then the fumble by Chris Olave was on the first play of a drive. Oh. So all of that just shot everything down for how New Orleans was controlling the time of possession in that game. And that's essentially what allowed New Orleans to win three quarters of that football game, but still lose by ten. So Tampa Bay currently fifteenth in the NFL in time of possession, the Packers are currently ninth. So we're gonna go to. Dude, that's what I'm here for. Can always count on on you, buddy. Can always count (laughs) on you.
3: With that heat, you want to control the clock. Now I agree. The best way to do that is running the ball.
1: So we got one of our newer segments. We're going to go to the Simon Says. It's essentially a bold predictions every single week. Um, Bryant probably has like 33 of them this week. Only so three. <laughs> only three. I'll, let, I'll let Bryant go
3: first. <laughs> so this is my first one, and this kind of ties in with my key to victory, is I put both Dylan and Jones each have more rushing yards than Fournette.
4: Ooh. Mm. That's mm. a fucking good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs>
0: Stumped. I'll give it like, yeah, that's a that's a good one because <laughs> I I could kind of see it. It just depends on which if our run defense shows up, I, I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm gonna say I doubt it, like a 10 <coughs> chance, but they could both easily break off a good one. I'm gonna say 10. I, don't, I don't would
1: know. say it's yeah. likely that one of them does it, and the other one is close, but not both
2: higher. Yeah. All right, Jake, give me one of your Simon Says bold predictions for the week. Well, since he, he went running back, I'll go running back. Dylan and Jones combined for 300 rush yards and two touchdowns. No, zero. <laughs> oh.
0: No zero. way. No way. Not a chance. I don't know, man. De- the defense is too good. Nah, I know. It's too You're right. I was trying to, give it, I was trying to it? convince you. <laughs> no, no
1: my, my first, yeah. mine is also a running back one. I just went. Aaron Jones continues his nine yards per carry and has 15 carries for
0: 135 yards. Oof. Yeah, it's just too good, man. Like five, ten, like that. That defense is too nasty.
1: We need to start betting pies on this. If if Simon <laughs> bets too low, that he gets a pie in the face. What do you uh, mean?
3: If it, if it happens, <laughs> if it happens,
1: yeah, yeah, if yeah. If happens. you give something, if you give something like less than a ten percent chance of happening, and it happens, it happens, like you get a pie to the face. Yeah, that's a new, that's right. a new okay. starting <laughs> now. He's just going to give like eleven <laughs> percent on everything he doesn't buy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you give me that idea? If, if AJ Dylan and Aaron Jones rush for three hundred yards this game, I will come in like uh what's that? Not another teen movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will come on, on the show like that.
2: <laughs> I wanted to have it so bad for some reason. It's a little oh weird. Simon to
1: it. It was the first blue's <laughs> whipped cream bikini. <laughs> oh my! Uh. God. All right, Brian,
3: give me your second one. So um, the Packers sack Brady twice as many times as the Bucks get to Rodgers.
0: Oh yeah, it's so like four. Oh, and I do think that's that outrageous. That's like a. I, well, if I you think about the fact like that we've
3: given up – I think we've given up seven sacks, seven. and they've given up three. Yes. And they have we 10 on defense, and, and we only
1: have
0: four. But I that offensive line is – Two to one. I
3: don't think that's one. outrageous.
0: I think I'll give that like a 60. I don't I think, think that's crazy. 60? I would have said like a 60% too. Yeah. yeah I, I hope I it mean, happens. That'd be great. I, I like their defensive players a lot, and I, I feel like they're going to get to Rodgers a couple times. But their offensive yep. line is just beat up, and I like our pass rushers too. I'll give it like a 60. I can see that definitely happening.
1: Sure, Jake. Give me your second one, or do you have a second one?
0: I have three of them.
2: Um,
1: oh, well, fuck me. I guess I just came up with two.
2: <laughs> uh, Rogers throws for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Hmm. He hits one bomb. That helps the case. That's all I'm saying. I am hmm. expecting. I am expecting Watson to catch a bomb in this game. Hmm. Yeah, that was kind of tough. I let me say-
1: let me let me say my next one, and then you can kind of go between which one you think okay. is more likely between mine and Jake's, because okay. my second one. Is that Rodgers throws for under two hundred and twenty-five yards, but over two touchdowns? See, oh. I can I can
0: see that one a lot more than three hundred yards. I feel like Rodgers is good. Rogers ain't going to have feels like this could be like
1: one of those games where he completes like like nineteen of twenty-five again for two fifteen and three
0: touchdowns. He's there. right? I could see that one a lot more than three yeah, oh, like hundred. I, I feel like it's going to you're going to have a tough time. Roger's going to uh, have, not have a lot of games of 300 yards this year. I, I could maybe only see a couple, maybe three. Just the way this offense functions, I
3: That's mean, unless, I unless, unless we absolutely get down it. big. He's never been um, a 3 yards guy anyway. Efficient. Yeah, he's
0: ne- he's never going to be one of those guys that throws for almost 5,000 yards in a season. Uh, yeah, I, I don't foresee 300 yards. It'd be awesome, and I'd love it, but unless we're down big – which I also don't foresee. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm really like five. Okay. He'd have to hit a couple of big. I Watch Rogers going to throw like three fifths. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not on board with that one. But 225 and more than two touchdowns. I could definitely see that. This dink dunk offense, and we run the ball a decent amount, or our running backs can a
1: surgeon in the red zone. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, yeah, and then he just comes down to the red zone and gets that, yep. you know, five-yard dump off. He just pitches it forward. There's
1: yep. a, I can definitely see that one. Finding Lazard in the red zone again. Yeah. Um, Bryant,
3: give me your third one. The Packers get a pick six off of Brady.
2: Mine has to do with interceptions, too.
3: <laughs> 30. Wow, we transitioned wow, fucking
2: really?
1: flawlessly on the Simon Says portion. <laughs> um, I
2: have Packers defense gets two
0: interceptions. Yeah, like 5, 10, 15. So around eight, there. Eight, 20, 20, 20, when's the last time you threw two interceptions five. in a game? The NFC Championship game?
1: I don't know. You probably have to ask Bears fans. They probably know about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, right. I got in an argument with like four of them today about Rodgers Brady. I'm All like, right. what the fuck are you talking about? All Brady right, so <laughs> are you guys good?
0: Because I, I got, uh, I kind of got one, but it's not for necessarily this week. What does Simon say? Bakhtiari comes back and he makes the Pro Bowl. Ooh. Because I uh, now that we're getting in a few weeks, I I feel pretty optimistic about him coming back.
3: I feel like he's getting there. Like everyone's crying and pooping and all each other. Yeah, that's day, what I'm but, saying. Like, and so I, I, just, I especially
0: want to do it just so I can stick it to Packer fans. Yeah, like so this hard. Just for the like, negative ones,
1: because there are some supportive ones, but if we're being I mean, honest, yeah. the negative outweighs the positive. I would say at least ten two times. One, it's, it's, it's really it's bad. This, dude. It's awful. Like Andy Herman went on a like a full minute rant about it. I haven't watched it, um, but I
3: seen like it was a thirty minute rant. We, I gotta watch it.
1: We retweeted the just like the main one minute of it. Um, and it's it's terrible seeing how like how fans are turning on him. It's like the guy plays for your team. You should be wanting him to get back. Also, it
0: hasn't been two years. It has Uh, not been two years. Or read my article that I wrote about (laughs) that.
1: The fact that his injury happened on New Year's Eve twenty twenty. So people are like, Oh, that was two years ago. It's like he got hurt literally on the last day of twenty
2: twenty. He missed one playoff
1: game one season
2: yep so, what so you that's with so so him um, i would say like 20 percent chance
3: i was thinking 25 yeah 25 because i think if he comes back either this week or next week he'll get the 13 or 14 ish games and right. i feel like i still feel like it's maybe not this week i think next week is like if he's gonna come back i would love to for him to play this week but he still just haven't had a full practice i think we'll see that that'll right. be our indicator but i think they're still just tinkering with his practice schedule what they can do best for him mm. um and i can tell and you
1: right until now, yash Niman makes a mistake dude. honestly there's yeah. really no need to rush yeah. him you back. still
3: yeah no rushing you still want to get him on the field and let him play. Right. And i can tell you matt Lafleur is getting so sick of answering the questions like mm-hmm. yeah. i love his responses every time i'm surprised he even said he'll be out there today i'm surprised he didn't say we'll see <laughs> like <laughs> so, he's so, so pissed off with all these questions it comes was, into
0: the territory though yeah and he I, I paid I a lot of money territory. to do that but like, I forget the wording on this, and I'll have to go back and look. And I wanted to write it down and I forgot. Yash Naiman is. You're fired. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. I understand that. Yash <laughs> Naiman is, I think, the 17th rated ta- oh, tackle in the league. So, right tackle and left tackle. That's pretty good for a I swing think it tackle. He's top 10
3: at left tackle. Yeah, he's like, like seventh
0: or eighth or eighth. something, right? And then, yeah. and
3: then top So, three, like, that, that,
0: that just goes to show. Like, he's been pretty solid, solid for us. Yeah, yeah, solid, especially for a guy coming off the bench. Like, you almost never see a guy come off the bench and play that well. Yeah. You always see like do. like,
3: <laughs> I don't want to. It's fucking annoying for
2: everybody. I don't know?
3: necessarily want to trade the dude, but if Bakhtiari comes back and he's like, okay, it's Bakhtiari, he could be a huge, like, that could be a huge. Dude, trade if, okay. his
0: contract look like? Let's, he's not hard to say, say I know nothing, but he's going to get paid, I think we get
1: to. Say week. I don't know when the trade deadline is. Actually, I'm eight, being honest. Like let's say we eight, get to. Eight. I was just gonna say week seven. So let's say we get to week seven, and the Texans are like, "Hey, we'll give you Brandon Cooks for Josh nyman and a sixth round pick." Oh yeah, he's a free agent next year.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's getting interesting because he's well, played really well. Or right, yeah. maybe we want to keep him around. I just don't know that we'll have the money to. To be honest, because I think. I mean, teams are he's going to earn a
1: starting job somewhere, like, look, like he's not a, or Vegas could use him. Yeah,
3: He's not a household name, similar. but he's going to, like, scouts and coaches and stuff are smart. They're yeah. going to go back and look at that tape and see how good mm. he was. He hits free agency, I guarantee, I bet you anything, he signs on, like, probably the second day of free agency next year. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll probably he'll be a starter he, somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do something
1: a little bit different with our score predictions from now on because – Um, the four of us are all actually pretty analytical, but with the way that we do the show, we are, you know, we're also optimistic. You know, we, we talk about, you know, nobody picked the Packers to go 17 and 0, but we also just spent the last hour and a half talking about how the Packers can still win this game. Even if this is one that we had sort of projected as a loss, um, which I'm sure some of us did. So we're going to do two score predictions on our football games, and we're going to do one from the head, one from the heart. So one from the head is the more uh, the more analytical of the two score predictions, and then the one from the heart is, you know, we're looking at the, the optimistic side, the how can the Packers win, um, and, you know, if all things go right. So we'll do the the head predictions first. Uh, Tampa Bay is favored by one point in this game. Um, Jake, give me your your score prediction from the head.
2: Before I forget, the last time Brady threw two interceptions was the playoff loss to the Rams last year.
0: Uh, I thought so it, uh,
2: it probably does happen more than you think, but just going to say. 11. Yeah. Um, uh, I had such a hard time with this, man. <laughs> um, fuck you. Um, I had such a hard time with this uh, because my, Mike Evans being out, um, I'm thinking about their beat up O line, but I do respect their defense a whole hell of a lot. Um, so I went 24-17 Packers. All
3: right. Is that the head or the yes, heart? That's the head. Okay. All right,
1: give
2: me your head. My heart is prediction. bad. <laughs> I wanna kill him. I wanna kill him.
3: <laughs> so, bad. so okay. Um so my my head is telling me that we lose 17 to 20. Uh, like the analytical side is telling me that. It's going to be a close game no matter what. And if we lose this, I want to say that if we can freaking keep it close and keep it competitive and not do what we did in Minnesota, I'll be okay. Me and Simon both talked about this when we did our predictions and we kind of broke down by quarter. I had the Packers starting one and two. I said they start one and two and start like five and three, I think, and then they go on a little bit of a tear um, to finish off the season. So yep. my head is telling me this will be a game we might lose like 17 to 20, even maybe 17 to 14. Because I think it's going to be very low scoring. Simon, give me
1: your prediction from the head. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) We got changes. We got. (laughs) We got to be careful. Should we we (laughs) maybe do. Like head and heart sounds good because it got the alliteration, but should we maybe do analytical and optimistic? Mind and soul. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy, that's worse. I don't
0: like that
3: either. Uh, well, stop being a I can't do it, dude. <laughs> hey, we're gonna Mind run into trouble next week during this segment if he has to come out and whip cream and. <laughs> <anything else>.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I have us losing this game seventeen fourteen. I think I, yeah, that defense just. It's going to be tough to deal with. It, I, if, we put, if we put up more than 20 points on that defense, I'd be surprised,
1: really. I went and, back and forth on this so many times. Simon, go ahead and finish because I'm – yeah, go ahead.
0: Keep going. Um, Yeah, if we score more than 20 points on that defense, I'd be surprised. Rodgers is not great at playing in Florida. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the West Coast in him and he just says, I hate Florida or whatever. But it, I think it'll be tough to come by points uh, for this offense. And I, I think the defense will play well enough to keep us around in the game. Um, but, yeah, I, just, I, I have a bad feeling about this game. It, it, I think it'll be real close, though. Okay, so I got 17-14. Cool. I don't know what that means.
1: A bad feeling about this.
0: Dude, I don't yeah. watch Star Wars, man. You should. It's good stuff. No, Star um, Wars is not
4: good.
1: <laughs> how could you even oh. say that if you never watched it? I mean, I've now watched
0: some, but I, now, I now you're gonna to... ultimately
2: fired. That's Tyler trigger right there. <laughs> I'm I'm it.
1: It's boring, man.
0: It's so boring. Um, so for me,
1: like I said, I went back and forth on this so many times, to the point where I just came to rest on a twenty to twenty tie.
2: <laughs> no Jesus. fucking way. Yeah. You
1: predicted a tie. Twenty to twenty. Dude, 20, Dude, to 20.
3: Hey it's... Simon, what's the, what's the percentage of the tie? <laughs> Nick. Oh, Come wow. on. <laughs> I, yeah, I, mean, I could see it. It, like I wrestled with
1: this so many times. Like, well, what if this happens? Well, what if this happens? Well, what if this outweighs this and this outweighs that? Like, it's such a so much to potentially go right to go in favor of the Buccaneers, to go in favor of the Packers that I just I. Just settled on – it's going to be 20-20. to 20.
3: Hey, Jake, so, what was uh, that stat you said that when they're doing lines, they normally give the home team three points, right? Yep, so yes. I think with the injuries and stuff this week, they're basically saying like Green Bay is a better Packers team than like Tampa Bay and yep. um, because Tampa Bay is only favored by one. So that uh, – obviously, the I know Vegas isn't everything, but they make money, right? They know what they're doing a little bit. Um, and they probably want to avoid this game a little bit, actually, and that's probably why it's like that, but um, – uh, it's really a toss up for me. Like, so I could, I guess I could see a tie. That would be insane call by you. If we tie 2020. (laughs) Um, uh,
1: My heart prediction is not far off. I said 20 to 17 green Bay. I think the Packers win on the, on a last, uh, a last second field goal. So. um, (laughs) hey,
3: There you go. There you go, Tyler. You did it to me.
1: (laughs) All right, Simon, give me your, give me your prediction from the heart.
0: Uh, From the heart. I got a swinging, 24 to 13.
1: All right. That'd be Brian, can predict- Oh, go ahead. Oh, The line will up. change again. Yeah, we'll see. If, uh, yeah, Brian- if everything goes
0: right in this game, yeah, I, I think we uh, – and we take advantage of their – and that sounds really bad. Take advantage of who they're missing and everything like that. I think this game could go very well for
3: I, it's not like we were the ones that injured him, so we shouldn't – I don't feel No, right. It. I know. Yeah. I mean, unless you believe like the conspiracy
0: that is. the Packers somehow
1: conspired to get Mike Evans suspended from a game they weren't even playing in. It doesn't yeah, – matter.
0: you're going to shut long. him down
3: anyways, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they um, clearly paid off Tom Brady to talk crap to yeah. Marshall and Lattimore to get right. Evans yeah. to intervene.
0: Yeah, if everything goes well in this game and we take advantage of the matchups that are good for us and we win the battles in the trench, I, I could see us winning this game by double-digit points.
1: That's fair, and if Brady's frustrated again, I mean that's totally within the realm of possibility. So, uh, Brian, ball, give me your prediction from the heart. I,
3: yeah, protect the ball. I could definitely see that if we if we get any points off a of turnover or something, Simon, I definitely could see that happen. My prediction from the heart is that we win it twenty to seventeen because we get the ball last, tied seventeen to seventeen, and we kick a field goal to win it. So I'm hop- I would love it. I'm hoping I'm hoping there's two minutes left in the game. We see Aaron Rodgers jogging out to the thirty yard line. We have the ball last. Just make something happen. Aaron Jones,
1: Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, yeah. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, Aaron exactly. Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. Now if we the ball so if we
3: come out with two minutes left and we're at the thirty, awesome. and then we see Rogers throw it three times into the frickin' ground and then give Brady the ball back. I'm gonna Oh I'm god, alive.
1: I'd be annoyed. Yeah. All right, Jake, yeah. give me your score picture from the heart.
2: All right Give be like fifty well,
1: to nine to zero or something.
2: No, it is I went realistic a little bit. Uh I have 28 to 14 Packers. Uh Rasul Douglas gets a pick six that puts us up by two scores and the Packers coast the rest of the way. I'm for oh, it. Right love in. it.
3: Oh man, that'd be so glorious. Mostly, all right. I would be I don't know if I'd be more happy for us or happy that we get to laugh at all the Bears fans again for another week. Bro, we just wait until Rodgers
0: retires.
3: Because what's going to yeah, happen? You already
0: know what's going to happen.
3: If, if we, we lose this, this game, game, game and they beat Houston, yeah. this is also
0: yeah. no win for any fan. Okay. It's like playing the Bears every week. It's yeah. a no-win situation. We lose to them. Yeah. We lost to the Bears. We lost to one of the worst teams in the NFL. If we yeah. win, we won versus one of the worst teams. In the <laughs> it's yeah. the same crap
1: that's yeah. going to happen every week. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. They don't ask how. They ask how many. Yeah. Every win counts as one. doesn't matter who you're playing against. They're all in the NFL.
3: I'm ready for the Bears to get the confidence up the fans a little bit this week again, and get to 2 and 1 and then watch them lose like 6 in a row. Bro, I hope
2: fucking Mills goes nuts and Dude, just Yeah. Who, who do you guys on? got in that game?
3: Do you well, have I honestly don't I don't think it's great. I yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't think it's crazy <laughs> to think that Davis Mills could win that game, like pull I think I don't either. could and it's Lovey Smith, so he's like, you know, he's got that little bit of angst the against the game narrative yeah <laughs> so i i think they could win this game i'm more interested in the vikings detroit game to be honest
0: yeah I, I don't know who's gonna win that game i'll be honest with you detroit. it's a, it's, detroit's detroit's offense has been on a freaking it's
3: gonna be a really good measuring stick to see like because obviously detroit lost to the eagles but they played really competitive at home minnesota got waxed and they had all the excuses in the world oh we still beat you they got waxed and silly so now they're going to come and play in Minnesota. So I'm really interested to see how what that game is looking like.
1: All right. You guys got anything else you want to throw out there before we get to Packers and Buccaneers on Sunday afternoon?
4: No, I'm okay, going to
1: try see, see where this team is at. Yeah, good measuring stick yeah. in week three. So yeah. uh, that'll be fun to watch. So thank you, everybody, for, for watching the show and for commenting along. Uh, Tyler, I hope everything goes well this weekend and uh, you get to watch the game in peace. Whether it be before or after, baby. But um, I will see you guys next week then. Yes, sir. All right. Later, Tim. Simon, your.